ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! I got a machine gun! <laughs> Die Hard Trilogy. Die Hard. Oh. Die Hard Trilogy on the PlayStation. Best, Great game. Best Christmas movies <laughs> ever made. Though there is highly debated now that it's not a Christmas movie. I, I hate... Diehard. Yes, it is. I know it is. I hate that people even debate... Like, what is there to debate? Yes, you can watch it any time of the year, but the movie through and through is a Christmas movie. It takes place on December 24th. <laughs> what is there to debate? If Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, which one is it? I think it's It's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie either. And that's considered one of the all-time Christmas classics. I wouldn't even consider that a Christmas movie. What? what? It's, it's a Wonderful Life. Why? I don't know. I just don't think that would... It's one of the all-time like holiday classics, though. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It's a Wonderful Life is like... Hmm. Yeah, construed as like a like an iconic Christmas movie. Yeah, same thing with, so. what is it, uh, not White Christmas, but, uh, maybe it is White Christmas, I'm thinking of. But the one where it's Bing Crosby and they do the, the hotel, and it goes through, like, all, like, the whole year of the different holidays. Um, I, I thought that that was, uh, is no, that white, it might not, not white be White Christmas. Um, um, Holiday Inn? Maybe that's the one I think it's Holiday about. Inn, yeah. But that's a Christmas, a Christmas movie, too, but it's like, is it? Another one that people debate strongly. And what do you guys feel about Gremlins? It's a Christmas movie. Totally. The first movie. one is, anyways. First one. Gremlins. Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. <laughs> is it really? It takes oh, place yeah. on Christmas. Oh, that's they right. They do the tree lighting yeah. ceremony. Oh, that's There's right. There's giant killer presence with the cl- with, with motorcycle killers in there. and. Well, wouldn't... Uh, which, which Home Alone was it? Where we had to climb the Christmas tree. Is that Home Alone 2? Home Alone 2, probably. Would that be a Christmas movie, then? Home Alone 1 and 2 are Christmas movies. Both are Christmas movies, yeah. Because yeah. he gets left at home for Christmas. Those are not... Those are not... Those even, are not Christmas movies? Well, they're not they're debated, not debated. As Christmas movies. They oh, I didn't Christmas know they were movies. considered Christmas movies. There. Uh, oh. They both take place on Christmas. So any any movie that takes place, or has any reference to Christmas, we're just construing as a Christmas movie. Honestly, it should be. <laughs> It's just, what, it's okay, what what is what is your view on Die Hard? Me? Yes. I mean, it takes place on Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. I mean, I'm not debating that it's not a Christmas movie. I'm just saying, like, that's. I, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. You uh, you don't care one way or the other, do you? Not really. Wow. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, this, I'm an easygoing kind of guy. This was a good discussion <laughs> to have. I'm, I'm very open minded when it comes to certain things. Most things, I would say, roll off. Roll off of me. I, I couldn't care one way or the other. <laughs> I'm just saying there are very few things that I'll debate heavily about. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, something that'll really ruffle my feathers. Oh, by the way, we're back at the Power Trip Gaming Powercast! Welcome back to Power Trip Gaming Powercast! That's right, it's our Christmas holiday episode. I'm gone. <laughs> I'll grab my coat. <laughs> so technically, this is a Christmas episode. Technically, yes. Well, I mean, it is a Christmas episode, but... Technically, yes. Yes. Uh, there are very few things, going back to what we were talking about, that, that'll that I'll debate heavily. Because I I just don't fucking care, boys. There's <laughs> <laughs> very little you care about. It's very true, actually. Yeah, no, I, I know it is. I, That's I, why I said it. There are not a lot of passionate things that I, I, I I'm willing to fight for <laughs> I guess I don't know how to put it what is something that you fought passionately for what is the last thing you remember fighting just violently passionately for <sighs> that is a good question 
and one I was not prepared for. I'm glad Do you that. have something that you are that you've ever fought passionately? I for? asked you. I don't. This was have not. One. I this can't was not re- a question. For I me. truly can't fathomably think of anything that I've just been like that I've gone gung ho over. Like to that to, to where I would defend it and fight to the ends of the earth. The ends of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boogie. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I... No, I actually don't have anything either. I can't think so, of anything. Yeah. Kevin, what about you? Because you're a big... You're a heavy debater. Mario's garbage. You you know what? That, that is, is your, right. That's your soapbox. That is, yeah. I will die on that hill. He is not as relevant today <laughs> as he used to be. The any like any NES Super NES, yes, he was absolutely relevant. 100% and he, pioneer. And, and he, was, he was very defining, but... N64 is where it started to kind of slide off, and now there are other games that define genres more than Mario does. Because I think Mario 64 was a defining game for 3D environments. It was, and that's basically... That's that's why I said that's where the slide off is. No. That's that's the top of the hill. He's the crest. And then everything from there for Mario has been downhill. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, that's like, people would say that Mario was at its... But even Zenith, even 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 with Mario sixty four, there are better three D games out on the N sixty four. Yeah, there's like Bubsy three D, right? That's a good one. I've never played it. I mean, you can even Uh say stuff like Conquers and stuff like that. I was I was kidding. If you look up Bubsy three D, it's a terrible game. It's absolutely garbage. I will I will argue with you on that. The fact that I think Mario handles three D better than Conquer did. Well, I'm. As far as like rendering in the environments and stuff, though, look at Mario, look at Conquer. Kids, it conquers way better. Wasn't Conquer later than Mario sixty four? Uh, yes. Not by much. Yeah, he was. He was like like, a year, like a, a year or two, I think. Nineteen ninety eight is when I, I want to say that Conquer came out. Mm. And like, there are better PlayStation games that are three D. Oof, that's that's a hard argument right there because a lot of three D play like PlayStation games are just trash. Well, <laughs> so are the sixty and sixty four games. Oh, that's very true. They're that's hollow true. games that they're, they're wow. like they Conquer's Bad Fur Day two thousand one. Was it two thousand one? Five wow. years. Okay, so it better five have years. I didn't realize after. I didn't realize it was that long after. Five years yeah. after Mario sixty four. Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay, yeah. That... All right, so that better have looked better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm kind of shocked. I could have swore they were closer together, but... That's okay. I, that happens yeah. to me all the time, where I think games are closer than they actually are. Yeah. Time-wise, but... Uh... But, yeah, it's just, it's... There are better things that ju- define the genres nowadays, so... I think a lot of it is the fact that Mario, at its time... Other than its staying time... power. Other than oh. staying power. I don't think anything can rival Mario at this point as oh, far as staying power. And recognizability. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, I, mean, I, I, I won't besmirch it for that, but like beyond that, he is not the driving force he once was. No. I mean, he's he's one of the main sellers for like Nintendo, obviously, because he's their front man. But, and I would say that Mario uh, is still honestly, one of the was, most recognizable video game icons. I'd honestly say the, the, the Pokemon games are more of a selling force than Mario at this point. I would almost say Zelda is too. Now that I think about it, the reason but, I bought the Switch was for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but look at like look at the value of Pokemon games. Well, yeah, but mm. you're that's because I, I feel like the the fan base was like Pokemon started on the Game Boy. Game Boy had like over a hundred million systems in circulation, and a lot of people bought Pokemon yeah. when it came but out. But that's that's what I mean though. Like 
Pokemon is a, far more of a driving force in the gaming industry than Mario is. It, mm, Not to mention in merchandising. As far as sales, but as <laughs> no, but as far as the merchandising goes, I mean, uh, Mario is so recognizable. So that... is Pokemon. You can show people Pikachu, and they're going to recognize Pikachu. I think they are almost hand in hand now. Yeah, yeah. it might be. Yeah. Even even I think Link would be just under those two. Mm-hmm. I mean, nah, that's that. There's Zelda. That's that. There's Zelda. <laughs> Is that Zordal? <laughs> Thank you, Kang. <laughs> and poor, and poor Metroid, mm. Samus, aka Metroid. Rest in peace, Samus. Yeah, God, that's the, sad. I just I remember Metroid Two, the the remake of Return of Samus, and it's like it was a fantastic Nothing. game, and it sold less than five hundred thousand copies. Was just, that as uh, much? Was that as big of a? Well, how did the Lords of it, Shadow games do when they? Because that was technically like a resurgence of Castlevania. Because what was did you have before the... that was Castlevania fucking Judgment for the Wii. Well, and yeah. the last the, Castlevania what did the Harmony that. of Dissonance and before well, it went, it's because well, those, they stayed yeah. they stayed with the the two D exploration Metroidvania style. Yeah, and it then was Lords Sim- of the Symphony Clones. Lords of Shadow actually like reinvigorated, but it also like reimagined it as well too. Yeah. How it played, it was its own so. new timeline. Yeah, so. but I mean, how did those do? relative to like sales wise yeah yeah like, to like samus returns the oh better. i think honestly I, better? I think they did better at least the first one did the maybe. first two i would say because the one that was they on the 3ds do... oh that mirror mirror of fate, fate did yeah. really really well because that was back to it was technically so a side 2d sort of it was the 2.5 yeah so interesting that's now two is where i from what i hear because i never got to play through it I never did either. I have it, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I remember people saying that Lords of Shadow 2 was more of like a Metal Gear like espionage kind of. You didn't actually like fight shit, really. All I know is it took place in more of modern times and you were Dracula or yeah, whatever. Which I thought was kind of a cool concept. But I, there was a lot more sneaking and doing yeah, shit. So. As opposed to... Yeah. I want to say I watched you try the demo for it, or I did... I don't really remember. One of us tried the demo for it, and, and we were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it wasn't the same thing. Like, yeah. Well, while Paul is looking up that, uh, yes, fighting passionately about things. Christmas episode. This is gonna have a lot of different topics. We're gonna end with Christmas ep- Christmas stuff. But speaking of dying on hills. How do you guys feel about, like, conspiracy theories? They're dumb 99% of the time. <laughs> but I... if it, and, and the 1% of the time, <laughs> well, I should, they, they're dumb 99% of the time. The last 1% is split between two things, 0.5 being funny and the 0.5 where they're actually true. But at that point, they're no longer conspiracy theories, they're real. Yeah. So there's a site that I bought that I signed up for for like their newsletter. It's it's you guys heard of the whole conspiracy theory that birds aren't real, that every bird in the United States is actually a drone for the, the government they, to spy on us. The reason they land on power lines is to get charged through <laughs> That's their. That's all feet. they recharge. Um, their <laughs> eyes are actually cameras and stuff yeah. like that. And there's a big conspiracy that COVID was created by our government to force us to quarantine indoors so the government can go around and replace all the drones. <laughs> all the birds! <laughs> it's so funny and ridiculous. So with conspiracy theories, I love reading about them mm. as like 
the wire. A, a complete work of fiction. Yeah. I do not put any credence or lend any kind of of support to most conspiracies. I just love reading them because it's like it's funny. And I yeah. think that I mean some of the things that people connect, I'm like, that's that's impressive that you were able to connect like this and that and yeah. stuff and it, it actually makes sense. But for the most part, like birds that like birds, birds aren't, real. aren't real, that's they're actually just drones of the government, like that's it's it's like it's like like fan theories in games. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole yep. Cloud's mm-hmm. dad is the and Majora's Squall's Mask. Dead. Squall, that's what I meant. Squall is dead in FF8 after the first disc, and like you're dead in Majora's Mask, and how things line up and make sense, as opposed to some of the ones that that are more reaching, like how you're mm-hmm. just basically. Well, and then part of straws. that part of that too is like, do they really make sense, or is it because of the way our brains are programmed to? look like find patterns right where all of a sudden it's like oh i guess this kind of makes sense so your brain just accepts it well like the majora's mask i would say is one of the most infamous of of the fan theories is that, what is it? that you died after the fall but is it true i think they debunked it i think they said it's not true yeah mm. but there are a lot of things to, like evidence to support the idea that it is true like the whole, like you go through the stages of grief, and like the the whole place is called Termina, which you know, like your terminal. You know what I mean? Like your. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, also yeah, could yeah, have been yeah, standing yeah. for mm-hmm. plane terminal, so he was departing to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the afterlife, motherfucker. Oh uh, no, to his next adventure, dummy. <laughs> and just a lot of the fact that a lot of the characters that you meet have some form of like uh, grief of some sort, like the characters' masks that you get, mm-hmm. they're all die, they're all dead. So you assume their identity and all that shit. It's, it's just, it's very fascinating. I can't remember a lot of the specifics about Four it. Or Link's but... a serial killer, and he takes their faces and wears them. <laughs> oh, the one that, well, actually, the, the Mario one is is kind of true already, that he's Eats. he's a killer. Ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice key ante. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, like, the Zelda one makes sense, but, yeah, I think yes, they came it does. out and said, no, yeah, that's it. Well, it's, and seeing... That's one thing where it's like I I honestly do believe that Shigeru Miyamoto may have been heavily inspired with like death and like that kind of storyline. Yes. And honestly, when you look at the success of Ocarina of Time, and it had to be followed up, and literally, what was it? One year later. Uh, Majora's Mask came out like he had next to no time so it's basically he literally had to say okay we're gonna reuse a lot of elements from from Ocarina of Time which they did but I'm going to do a different way of telling this story and I honestly do think that that was his inspiration for it was the stages of grief and Mm -hmm. dealing with death and um, ways of accepting it and because Nintendo, like, years and years later, like, nobody really put two and two together about, like, all that stuff. It wasn't until, what, like, 10, 15 years later that people started finally saying, like, wait a minute. Like, Link is dead, and this is his <laughs> way of dealing with it. And it's like, honestly, I think that that was their idea. But the the because they were saying, like, Link is dead, Nintendo was like, nope flat out nope that's not it, it, that was not the game that was not the moral of the game like that's no that's just a fan theory it's not it's not real it's like crap 
Yeah, or, they, they guessed it. Yeah, it could be one of those things where we I caught them with their think, pants down yeah. and they were just I honestly do think. To, yeah. Yep, I honestly do think that that's exactly what it was that was planned, and they just can't admit that that's what they were. Right. That's what they were going after. I could see that. I don't know, because they went. I mean, that's the same company that went on to have death fucking skewer Luigi. That's oh, that's Luigi. right. He did do what? that, didn't he? What? He ripped out Luigi's soul in the <laughs> Smash Brothers trailer. Who did? Yeah, death. Oh, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> As in Castlevania death. Oh, poor. <laughs> poor. Poor Luigi. So, like, Luigi. Nintendo's he not just... afraid of, like, touching that stuff, so that's why I don't Yeah, learn... but with Luigi, it's it's more funny. <laughs> like, honestly, it's, just, it's, it's... like, always the brunt of a joke. Because, and this is where it's kind of weird. Like, Zelda, you could take that kind of... You could take that kind of concept and make it dark. Mm-hmm. It's... Damn near impossible to take the Mario characters and make a serious dark storyline. Sorry, Luigi's Mansion, best horror game ever made. Oh Jesus Christ! I've heard people say that though. Is that you know what though? Now it's a very good tongue-in-cheek horror game. It's not great. No, it's not. I think the games really are not that good. I can't stand watching him go around going with this fucking. It's, go- it's, it's Ghostbusters time. amped up to the nth degree as far as the the Zach the Wayne Zachy. Yeah. Although Nintendo, play- sorry. Ni- oh I'm sorry, Nintendo did prove though that they could do a fantastic horror game. What Eternal Darkness? Yeah, that's true. That was well, straight up. But Nintendo. that's not a Mario game. No, it's not a Mario game. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't take Mario and make a seriously toned. I don't game think they and really. And that's but, the thing. I don't think they want to. No, I don't think they want to to point it in that direction because then, I mean, that's the same reason why. Have you ever heard of the story of of uh, Nintendo Power Volume Two that had the the picture of uh, Simon Belmont holding the decapitated head of yeah of of Dracula, yeah, yeah. which, for all intents and purposes, like it, it's an accurate representation of the game because you have to collect the pieces of Dracula, including his yeah. Head. Dracula burns up, <laughs> whatever. But what I'm saying is, no, yeah, it's an accurate yeah. representation. But kids saw that and they had nightmares, and so Nintendo had to play damage control because of that. Do yes. you really think yeah. that they are going to turn some of their most beloved IPs like Zelda, like Mario? And put this negative, deathly spin on it, and not have some kind of brushback from it. But look at like, look at the a good chunk of like the Pokemon. You ever read the like Ghost your Pokedex Pokemon. entries? They're really dark. Like Ghost Pokemon, Drifblim kidnaps little kids. Yeah, yeah carries know, them off into that. oblivion or whatever. Yon Mask is is the dead. That's their face. Yeah, he's, they they steal faces. Uh, uh, Cubone wears the the skull, skull of its dead mother. Yeah, which, uh, dead. Which, which means each Cubone can only ever have one child. Right. But then again, dead dead cloister is actually ghastly. It's the spirit of cloister. Well, you, you have a uh, just this, this latest one. Corsola becomes a ghost and its shell breaks and it it's dead on dead inside and the ghost inhabits it. Like mm-hmm. it's so. I mean, it, and those are cute as fuck. Like Pokemon, no matter you really can't make a fucking sinister-looking Pokemon, I'm sorry. But, like, they're cute. So you could That's do a serious... Real. Yeah, but... Have you seen Mr. Mime's evolution? Mr. Rhyme? <laughs> that dude's creepy. But didn't they, okay. the mustache, everything. X and Y, yeah. they really started to to develop the whole idea yeah. of the Pokemon War. Look at and that there was this too. great war mm. that completely just destroyed, like, the masses of the population. But... 
because of how poorly it was received, because I think X and Y, not very high up in a lot of people's ideas for the Pokemon series. It was the release of the fairy type, and I think, honestly, that's the only thing people really... Yeah, I think that was the only thing people really recognized it for. Honestly, I liked X and Y. I I, I I thought it had the best... best. yeah. That was I. I have they even right. mentioned the war since then, or have they ever mentioned any of those things? Well, they dove deep into that with X and yeah. Y, and X and Y is I don't even think X and Y has gotten a remake. Like games well, like no, well no 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 because it like uh, Sun and Moon came after that. That got Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Those aren't remakes though. It doesn't fucking matter. It got continuations. It got continuations. It got toppers. Why didn't X and Y get a topper? X and Y was, I I think we had talked about this in our Pokemon, it's the only only set that never got a topper of any sort. There's probably a reason why for that, because that was where they really tried to spell out the lore of Pokemon, and they painted it in a very negative light, because it was a war-torn environment that it's like, oh no, we're not going back to this ever again. (laughs) Ever again. But yeah, you're, it's that's true. Yeah, I think we. I don't think we ever deep dived or deep dove into like the whole idea of the toppers. Hey, they're stupid to begin been, with. No, they've been doing toppers some, some from okay. the very fucking beginning, though. Pokemon yeah. Yellow was a topper. Pokemon yeah, but Yellow. even that, like, it was the, a different take on the same story. Then what was it? Pokemon Crystal. Crystal yeah. was, was gold the topper. And yeah, you had uh, what was Emerald. Emerald was diamond and ruby and sapphire. Yep, diamond and pearl was platinum. Ah, right, right. Yeah, and for the most part, the toppers have always been stupid. Black, Ult- black, black and white was black and white I mean, too. X- and then ultra, yeah, and then ultra sun, ultra moon, which are dumb. X, They're just and, dumb. X and Y. You could have easily have done like Z. Z. Well, I think there was there was setting yeah. up for Zygarde. Yeah, yeah there was, was plans for a yeah. third one. Yeah. But I almost wonder if they, that's when they started uh, Sun and Moon. I think shortly. I, I think what happened is they they rather than make a just a topper they decided to make brand new games like mm. from the, the assets they started it's just it's very weird that that's where they would stop doing the, they, the toppers though the first time yeah. they mentioned the pokemon war is in red yeah it's true lieutenant yeah, surge lieutenant talks surge, about the war yeah because he's a lieutenant it, and he talks about just, the war in passing yeah it's not of, like an entire lore about it the remake he talks about it a bit more yeah, he just uh, he talks about how his Pokemon saved him during the war. Yeah, that's uh, okay. And then, like, and then <laughs> and what? Like, but yeah, it's still it's one of nothing. The See exactly. Thank you for making my point. I appreciate. <laughs> so they mentioned it there. I'm out of here, folks. They mention it here. Those are the only two games in the franchise that mention it. Right. Because so they realized not, they couldn't really do. So it. your whole it's a one off is wrong. No, it is not no, a it's not. It's not a one off. X and Y was not a one off. They just do it every couple of generations to make it no, spaced out. No, no, it no. is kind of weird that that's the only gen without a topper of any sort. I just, I kind of honestly, well, well, there you go. Sword There's and Shield your don't have a topper, huh? Sword and Shield don't have a topper. Not yet. That's no. what they've been doing DLC. Yeah, but they will not get a third game. Well, of course not. They have DLC now. This was back in a time before DLC was. DLC really was possible on the 3DS. It, there was it some, wasn't prevalent. It wasn't prevalent. It wasn't prevalent, no. but it was a possibility already. No. I don't think they would have done it on, on the 3DS. How much are the uh, the DLC pass? <laughs> I think it's a season pass for thirty dollars. Yeah, it's for like two. That. The two, yeah, get, what is it? Isle of Iron, and so is there. Tundra, so is there. Crown Tundra, Tundra. Get both of them, or is yeah. it thirty both, bucks? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And from what I hear, they're almost yeah. the size of the base game. I mean, that's. I hear they're very good. Yeah. I I didn't buy them. I haven't gotten them yet either. But I, I hear they're very very good. Um, 
But anyway, the whole idea of, of conspiracies, going back to our original point, I'm going to read you some of these emails that I get from this birds aren't real thing. So I, I just want your opinions because they're really fucking funny. So the first one I got was around October. Uh, it was about bats. So you say, if birds aren't real, what about bats, right? The answer is simpler than you think. It all goes back to where bats were first seen and documented by humans in the first place. The first bat sighting was in 1941, when a man in the U.S. spotted one at his farm. The first bat sighting was 1941. What's interesting is that the first Batman comic strip was released in 1939. The first Batman... Yep. The U.S. government took inspiration from the Batman comic to make a night surveillance drone. <laughs> In 1941, they were able to make a drone. <laughs> After CIA officials read the first Batman comic, it gave them an idea to create an entirely new quote-unquote animal inspired directly from the comic. This drone would be black, camouflaged against the night sky, ideal for night surveillance. <laughs> it's so, so funny! <laughs> so there's, so there's, there's, there's one... Oh, God. There's one small flaw. Dracula. Well, no, 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 no. There's one small flaw in that belief. If Batman inspired bat surveillance, bat drones. surveillance drones or or inspired the creation of bats. Yes. What was the inspiration for Batman? Where did he come from? Uh, he made it up. Whole cloth, just brand new idea. Oh, I <laughs> see. It he was never... clearly just Dracula with oh, pointy ears. Oh, so he's... Okay, so he saw a bat... That was basically uh, in the. He was thinking in terms of the future, the government. I can't. I. Yeah, it's. Oh, just go to the no, next one. That one's stupid. Yeah, that one's stupid. That one's stupid. I can't. So this one is Thanksgiving. All I right. Can. So tonight you'll be seated at a dinner table with a drone right in front of you. But much more is going on here than simple celebration. Turkey is made up of synthetic meat, like all bird meat. But bird truthers knew this already. The real question is, why do we celebrate this holiday in the first place? Pentagon whistleblowers leaked in 2014 that Thanksgiving is a social engineering effort designed to increase pro-bird ideology. Think about how old this holiday is. Clearly this is a government attempt to seep into the collective subconscious of a country promoting bird worship. Think about it. You wake up and watch the bird from the, the Macy's Day Parade. You set up bird idols in your home with little bird things. You gather and pray to the bird. <laughs> then you consume the bird implanting bio-tracking devices in your stomach and making the lie a part of ourselves Thanksgiving is no holiday it's a fight for your mind that's <laughs> so fucking funny dude I can't I'm... it's so dumb my brain's just like where's the drill I need a lobotomy oh my God. I'm not gonna dignify that with a response <laughs> I see. I, I thought oh that some God. of these conspiracies you were going to read to us were like a little bit more believable, but that's just oh, that's God. terrible. That is terrible. Oh man! And then this one, obviously the Christmas one, because this is Christmas. It says, "Remember the twelve days of Christmas? We'd like you to do something. Picture a partridge in your head right now. You can't. Yet for some reason, you are aware it's a bird. Why is this?" Has the government brainwashed you so much that you know something is a bird without even knowing what it looks like? Have you ever seen a partridge out in public or in real life? The fact is, no one has ever actually experienced a partridge in real life. Ask your family. Ask your friends. No one has ever seen one. The Deep State has us singing a song every year which includes a bird that no one has ever seen. This is a classic example of a mass brainwashing effort. A country singing a lie in unison, accepting it blindly without question. Don't be fooled this year. Don't trust the partridge in a pear tree. 
These fucking things make me laugh every fucking time. So, if if the government is trying to make us blindly believe in a partridge that yes. doesn't actually exist. <laughs> Why would they not be going after us with something bigger than just a bird? A made-up bird that nobody has ever seen because before. Because birds are, drones. are inconspicuous. You don't really notice them. You hear them tweet. You, you see them flying, but you don't really pay much, pay much mind to a bird. You know what I mean? Birds uh, are one of those things they are in the background. When, when they say that Depends on the kind of bird. Because if I see owls or like birds of prey, I'm actually, I always look at them. I'm actually going oh, yeah. going back to the Thanksgiving one. Okay, turkeys. Yes. When they say that turkeys are mainly synthetic meat, yes. What does that mean? Fake meat. How is it fake meat? It's tofurkey. Man-made meat. The turkey they can is make man-made meat. Yeah, yes. we can grow meat in the lab now. Oh, yeah, seriously? Yeah, yeah. That's what synthetic means. Is artificial. Oh, or it's so tofu. So wait, yeah. so the like, turkeys that you get are not real turkey? Accor- according to them, that's that's the, that's the conspiracy. So they they make a skeleton out of fake bones or just bones they steal from something else, put a bunch of fake meat and skin on it, and sell them. Make a turkey, quote unquote. It's like <laughs> Frankenstein. But yeah, wait, wait though, you're. Oh, hold on, <laughs> you're really thinking about. Hold on, no, 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 you're 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 fucking with me though, like it, the. <laughs> what. You go to the grocery store. Yes. And there's a turkey. Yeah. Like a frozen turkey. Yeah. Yep. That's not real. No. no. Are you saying that as part of the fucking conspiracy? Oh, birds aren't real. You're okay. You're saying that's part of the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, part God. of the conspiracy. Birds aren't real. Thank that's God. the conspiracy. Okay. I see. I see. I see. No bird in the U.S. is real. He wasn't real. grasping it. He was not, not grasping that at all. <laughs> it was okay. part of a movement I want to call or a conspiracy yeah. called. I want, oh, what was it called? Wet the nation. I think. Where the government wiped out all birds in the U.S. and replaced them with these quote-unquote bird drones. Yeah. Yeah. But they started that in the 40s, though. Something. Yeah. I mean, why, why, would they have tra- why, why would they have started with bats, but then changed it to birds? Because uh, you can't have yeah. bats flying yeah, during you can't the have day. Bats flying, a bat flying around during the day is sick. Oh, that's right. Birds do fly around during the day. If you see a bat during the yeah. day, it likely has rabies or some sort of disease. Yeah. That's not true for all species, though. There are some that do. Bats mo- mostly are, yeah. That's mostly true with most nocturnal mm. things. Possums, they say if you see them during the day, there might be raccoons. Well, raccoons do what they do. Little so trash, do possums. Little trash pandas. Possums don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. They're the angry little methods of the neighborhood. I love possums. I do too. It, I mean, they have the way they yell at things. Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I finally got my shirt. Oh. <laughs> My little possum. <laughs> I have, have a structured settlement, and I need trash now. Called JP Junksworth. Eight seven seven trash now. Eight seven seven trash now. I fucking love it. Oh my god. You remember those? The JG. Yes, I do. My money, and I need it now. It's your money. Use it when you need it. At JP Wentworth. We'll get you your money. It's <laughs> so good. It's oh, your right. money. Go. Use it when you need it. The only one I can also remember is the, the Eagle Man one. I've got something for you. Oh, yeah, Eagle Man. I remember Eagle Man. <laughs> so, you know what? I, uh, um, so I, I, don't, I don't mind 
the conspiracy theories. These so just much. make me laugh. But you know what I have been finding really interesting, and I've always found it slightly interesting, and I, I, I'm curious as to what your take is on it too. It's not really conspiracy theories, but um, have you ever heard of something called a glitch in the Matrix? Yes. Uh, like what, yes. what people refer to as a glitch yeah. in the matrix where it's like it, it's kind of along the, the, the terms effect. of the Mandela effect where it's that's like, the one that cracks me up they the remember they remember something as one thing but it ends up being something else or or they'll um, so like a glitch in the matrix is where they'll be like having a conversation with somebody and then it's like they they turn to go to the bathroom and they come back that person's gone but yeah. then it's like five <clears throat> minutes later the person will walk in and they'll have this conversation like wait a minute didn't we just have this conversation yeah and I'm like that to me is like that's interesting the Mandela effect one is fascinating to me because it's a collective unconscious yes. we like it's it's like a group thing that actually believes that this happened well it's which well, is weird but well, it, it shows you how willing people are to just grasp on collectively anything believe because something you yes. know that you know that whole like the within your lifetime you'll eat x number of spiders in your sleep right you do know that's bullshit right of course it, it was made up by a psychologist doing a thesis on how fast rumors spread oh and well the funny thing too is that i i just learned because you um you've ever heard of like uh, tryptophan yeah. and like in turkey yeah. and stuff like that's what makes people fall asleep and stuff like that that's complete and utter bullshit that's yeah. not real but it's like i still rem like i still believe it like Oh, that's why people get so tired on like after it's usually the car blowout. It's yeah, it's usually that, but or it's like just eating in general. E exactly, eating that much food. It's like it has nothing to do with the tryptophan because then why don't you have why why don't you get tired after having like a turkey sandwich? Why mm -hmm. if you're having like a like strips of like turkey ham or something like that it's like no that's gonna have tryptophan in it too why isn't that making you well sleepy? no because when you get it as lunch meat it's all the salt and the way it's cured breaks it down mm, well whatever it's it one is. of those where it almost it plays like a, a like a mind trick on you like a placebo effect mm -hmm. where you well not placebo um that's not the right word but where like because you believe it it happens yeah like what is it um my, uh, that placebo effect would uh, yeah, kind I of suppose fall placebo under effect. It. Because yeah. it's, oh, it, it, it's the, the mind over matter. Well, and the perfect, That's what I was looking the for. The perfect example of how these things start, and it's, it's actually why I, I... Honestly, I can't stand the Mandela effect for, for this reason, is that... So, like, take the, the, the debate of Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. How, how, how do you spell fruit in Fruit Loops? Uh, honestly, it's one of those things that I haven't really thought about in so long. That so you're just going to say right. So you're just going to say F R U I T. I always thought it was two O's because it usually did the O's. You're right with the Fruit Loops. You're right. It's two. Yeah, they yeah. spell it Fruit Loops. Well, it's the other good one, yeah. Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes. T U N E S. Right. That but one I people, always remember. But people always associated. <clears throat> they stopped paying attention to it. They always associated Looney Tunes with cartoons. cartoons. T O O N. So it's like loony, like crazy cartoons. Yeah. I always find them interesting. Like you see them on Facebook sometimes, mm -hmm. like those those quizzes or little little things like uh, the Berenstein logos, Berenstein. Yeah. logos. How well you remember logos? Like Flint, was it Flintstones or the Flintstones? Well, no, like was it stupid little Flint articles? Flintstones or oh, Flint? Flint, Flint, Flint Flintstones. Which yeah, it's Flint Flint. Flintstones, yeah, yeah. Back to the Stone Age. I, I always knew that well, because of the video Flint games. Is a stone as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that always made sense. To me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know what you mean. Or what, yeah. So like, yeah, the Berenstein Berenstain bear yeah. thing is like the biggest one. Well, it was easier to say Berenstein bears, so you just yeah. the people just assumed it was Berenstein. It was Berenstain bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
uh, what is it? The one with Shaq, where he played a genie. Kazam. It's Kazam, but I people think it's Shazam. Or I actually whatever. just watched that movie two days ago. <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes, he raps, and they always thought it was Shazam. And it's well, like, no, 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 no. They no. The thing was is that everybody always thought it was Sinbad in that movie. Is that it was not? That's right. And it's because there was a special on TV where he portrayed a genie. Yeah. And so people often thought that Kazam was like, wait a minute, Shaq was in that. I thought that that was that movie. Like I remember watching that as a kid, and it was it was Sinbad. Was Wasn't in that. the Sinbad That's one part racist. of a com- Wasn't it part of a comedy sketch or something? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was part of a comedy sketch or something. And they also he not too long ago yeah. actually did another comedy thing with it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Where like so it's so... like yeah. So people often thought about that. It's like no, it's just because you well, didn't and... think about it for a long time, or two things came out at like around the exact same time yeah. and so you just have this cross uh, cross confusion with what you remember yeah so it's like your, mind your memories about... your memories are unreliable is what well, it is and, and oh, it's yeah. the big thing too is remembering something that happened five minutes ago is one thing remembering something from 20 something years ago is so unreliable that see like half of a, a vast majority of the stuff you remember isn't exactly how things happened no, anyway. Ex- exactly. When well, you remember a memory, you're not actually recalling the memory. You're remembering the memory of the memory, which then every time you think of it, you're adding another layer of remembering the memory of the memory of the memory. Mm. And it keeps going like that. That's why like so like if you were to just take a like a random person to a room and be like, how many X number of these things are on the wall? It doesn't matter. That's the small details like that do yes. not matter. Your brain fills them in. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yep. So like, it's like peripheral. Remember, we watched that one thing about peripheral vision. How that's not actually a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. fake. It's, this yeah. is all fake. Your peripheral vision is actually fake. It's your brain creating. Oh, based what's on, on the data sides. that's already yeah. there. Well, it's mm-hmm. just like technically, you are actually seeing your nose right now. Yeah. Not... Yes, you are. I well, can't. your if brain you... edits yeah. it out. Oh, it's it's close one of your eyes. You can see the side of your nose now, right? No, I can't. You should be able to see. <laughs> no, I can't. He says. No, I can't. Paul, you got a bigger nose than both of us put together. You I should be able can't. to see the side nope. of your nose. I still can't. Yeah. I mean, if I'm an idiot. if I'm looking down, oh, I can you, see it. You might need glasses. Yeah. No, if I'm <laughs> looking like, down, I can see like, it. Like you can actually see your nose, like the sides of your nose and a little bit of the tip. The entire time you're seeing, your brain edits out redundant information. The brain's really, really, really fascinating, it is. and the way like our our perception is. But that's one of those things too, well, like, like like with conspiracy theories and like how people's. I got one for you. Uh, what's What's a good one? And this is we usually don't talk about this kind of stuff on on anything, but like religion is a good a good example of like the brain reaching for things for comfort oh, or to yeah. make sense of things. Well, it was they were to, they were ways of explaining the unknown when you right. knew nothing. That's yeah. like I've well, I've always maintained the stance that religion to me is an outdated concept. It was it was good in a time when science was not developed enough to explain the world around us. Well, and a good example is say there's two people in a jungle. Mm. Now, both of you see a bush like you two are in the middle of a jungle, you know nothing about anything. You're just there. You see a bush move. One of you thinks, "Oh, there's a predator in the bush and therefore moves away." The other person says, oh, whatever, it's just the bush moving for whatever reason. The wind. Something like that, and doesn't, and they're the one that dies. Well, the person that more often left, well, now they, like, that's a part of their memory is, oh, there was a predator in the bush, move away. Mm-hmm. So, as the populations continue down, the people who 
thought there was a predator, even if there wasn't a predator, were more likely to procreate, that actually got ingrained into our survival instincts. Fear. Yeah, well, yeah. And then, mm -hmm. like, another one is um, part of our brain has developed where, like, I could hide a snake in this room, mm -hmm. and even if it wasn't moving, if you saw it, your brain would instantly recognize it, and your eyes would lock onto it without you even thinking of doing it. My, I mm -hmm. do that with, like, spiders and centipedes. Because mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's a natural predator for part of our, like, what, I want to say it's, it's either lower primate or, like, the reptile part of our brain, where, like, well, reptile part of Quote our brain. Quote, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was a survival instinct. Those that, that saw those and bred... It was ingrained into the next generations to keep doing this sort of mm. stuff. That must explain why I can be in a room and not see it, but the second I see it and then lose track of it, I leave that room. Because I know it's in there somewhere, I can't see it, and that makes me uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. That's very interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people, like, like fear. I remember we talked about this in our Haunting Wisconsin episode, mm. when we talked about survival horror and how fear is actually a survival instinct. Yep. yep. It's it's good to be afraid of some things, because that's how you survive. Mm -hmm. Like, spiders, for me, I'm afraid of spiders. Not by, you know, I've been called names for being afraid of spiders, you know? And I'm like, to be honest, you... I, I can't look at it and know which one's poisonous or not. I'm just going to assume they all are. Mm -hmm. I don't like any of them. They are creepy, they're small, and They're invading frankly, my space. I'm afraid of things that are that tiny that can kill me. <laughs> I am not afraid of a person who's huge and sure, sure they can, can kill me. <laughs> I can see them coming, yeah. like Something that small killing me is more scary than an adult. Or somebody coming mm -hmm. at me and killing me. Yeah. 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 But it's crazy. Yeah, that's why I like conspiracy theories like... like uh, fascinate me a little mm -hmm. bit and then you just have those crazy ones like chemtrails <laughs> you know it was, oh those aren't jet streams those those are chemtrails that's as mm. the government pouring brain control serum into our atmosphere or whatever the no, fuck that theory is no it's not it's so funny. i do i do enjoy the uh the conspiracy theory about how we've never landed on the moon is that yeah. it was it was at a time where uh uh What's his name? Stanley Kubrick. He had just done 2001 Space Odyssey. He he wooed uh, the government <laughs> because of how he was able to portray it. And so they're like, okay, we really need to get to the moon, but I don't think that we can do it on our own. We need this as kind of a placeholder to say that America has done it first. And so it, it's funny because I lie in between. Like, do I believe that we land on the moon? I'm not 100% certain that we did mm -hmm. do i believe that we faked the moon landing no i don't <laughs> think that we faked the moon landing because it's like okay so it's like i feel like there are things to support each claim right right where it's like did we land on the moon if we did how come we've never been back there we how have. huh we have we well we've been back there like a handful of times, but where have we been like the last 30 40 years you know why we don't go back why there's cost. fucking nothing there well, and well, there's and nothing cost. there. They, you're wasting resources to do nothing. Oh, that sounds like most government things. Yeah, Kevin. I was going to say. <laughs> don't we they, waste money on Don't they want to like, 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 say that they want to fucking start like, taking over the moon and like inhabiting it? The moon's a worth, like a worthless one. Getting to another planet is more Mars. valuable. Yeah, because there's like, resources. But, but you yeah. would think that with the technology, like, I mean, you could get to the moon, like... You know, no, well, that's, there's that. This is part of the reason why, like, like companies like SpaceX and stuff are popping up now because mm -hmm. 
governments don't have the resources to keep trying mm -hmm. and the the failure like which i the find the cost of failing is actually you more often than not human life that's mm -hmm. true. I mean, look at... Uh, How many times do, does a space shuttle have to explode before we go, yeah, we're just not worth it. It's not worth it yet. Yeah, but maybe. I but... almost don't believe that either in the fact that we don't have the resources or, or the uh, the thing because like, we made it... We if, did if it in we the did 60s. we did go to the moon... We did it in the 60s. With technology lesser than our cell phones. Yeah, when they're, right saying, when they're saying that certain things like, I mean, like duct tape was like used on like mm -hmm. the shuttles and stuff like that like wait what yeah. duct tape really the playstation 5 is probably more technologically advanced than yeah. the thing than the computers yeah. Back, that made it, like, it up in to the, the moon. 70s yeah in the yeah. in the 70s a computer was the entire size of a room yeah. nowadays your computer well, actually, can fit in the palm of your hand yeah. like i mean fascinating the calculations for the moon for the moon stuff was actually done by hand done by hand yeah it's like what was that movie the late, that they I, did about it I it can't was remember like a group of uh, black women i can't remember her name but she was a mathematician she did the yeah. entire thing by hand mm -hmm. and then they used a computer afterwards to check her work to, and verified that she was right. Yeah, it was, it was right. very yeah. fascinating. So, so I I find it hard to believe that with technology, like we couldn't get like we couldn't go back and get better pictures to say like yeah. okay, like yep, this is a human on the moon. Like okay, why why aren't we doing <laughs> still fake well, CG? But what I'm but what I'm saying though is like it would be so easy to do it. So it's like okay, how could we have done this in the mm -hmm. '60s? But yet we're not doing it in. The, the 2020s or I 2010s. find it harder to believe we can't go farther. Well, the but, Voyager just left our solar system. But at the same but time... But that's not a manned vessel. No. But, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but see, and then that's the other the other thing. Right. Is you got to remember the size of stellar distances for... Right, right. So, like, in order to go even to, like, Mars, the amount of energy you need to expend to bring the amount of materials you need to survive even for, say, a month is ridiculous like that's something like think about how much water you consume in a month mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how much does water weigh i mean it's whatever it weighs I eight mean... pounds a gallon yeah sounds about right oh okay imagine bringing eight pounds a gallon so you have to drink what a gallon of water a day okay 30 days worth of Who the, the fur fuck drinks a gallon of water a day. That's the well the recommended. But you also got to remember when they're out there, they're not getting soda. They're not right. getting But I'm just saying like a gallon of water is a lot of fucking water. Not I'm really. sure they could they'd be they'd find a way of training it to where you're reducing that. But they do reduce it down, but you also got to like the amount. Now imagine packing from like even taking your car to go up to to right. up north. How much do you pack to go for a several day trip? Several days? Yeah. Uh, bought a suitcase. Yeah. Now yeah. expand that out to a month where you have to now, but you're bringing all of your food, your water, your tools, your everything you need. But that's for four people. That's different, though. Like the amount of energy to like move all that stuff is just it, it gets exponential. It's not a simple when, you know, oh, we're adding this much more. We only add need so much more power. It's an exponential growth every time you add something. Right. Which is why like space missions and stuff aren't common. I, I meant more so it's it's it amazes me that we can't go farther faster. Well, then that's... That's what I'm more... It's we, not, not the time, it's the fact that we can't go faster. Yeah. They're well, finding shit that, like... What, what was the thing I just read about about anions? They found a new uh, quasi-particle. 
Yeah, I well, just quantum read. physics gets weird. Yeah, it, so. we won't get too much into that. that I read that some of that shit. And I'm like, what the mm, fuck are they talking about? <laughs> my sister does like physics and, and like laser technology and stuff like that. And when I talk with her about it, some of the stuff, I'm like, wait. Stop. We Let me dumb, Google. We have to dumb this shit down just a little. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, we but, derailed Paul. Over here. No, but but that's what I'm saying though is that I mean, so there are things that would make me doubt that we ever landed on the moon initially. But at the same time, okay, what would be the opposite? We fake the moon landing. Yeah. You cannot begin to tell me that the number of the number involved. of people who would had to have been in on that. For it to happen, and not a single one said anything that were able to keep that secret for that long mm-hmm. without anything spilling out. That's where that's conspira- impossible. That's where conspiracies that always fall apart for me. That's that like, is impossible. Like there fl- is no way. Flat Earth is yeah. one of the biggest ones. You're telling me every single pilot that's ever flown a plane is keeping the same secret. Like that's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? like, It's like you can't. No, you can't begin to tell me that nobody. Human beings are the most fallible thing on this planet. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, you cannot. No, you cannot tell me that even even so small a number of like, couple hundred people were in on this. It's like yeah. I can guarantee you one of them. One of them is going to slip at some point. You know how you get rid of it? They all have. Accidents. <laughs> yeah, right. The flat Earth one why cracks you, me up. Why do you think all the Kennedy family all you know had issues with skiing? Well, not all of them. <laughs> just one of them. Two of them. Oh, two of them. That's did. <laughs> oh, maybe they shouldn't have skied. <laughs> yeah, they're just terrible. Maybe man. they should just stop skiing. Lack that survival instinct. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like like the flat Earth one cracks me up because it's like, or what, what's the the people that don't believe in gravity. Is, is is a funny one to me. Oh, I don't believe yeah. gravity exists. Like, what what keeps you on the Earth? Well, your weight. Well, what is weight? Oh, it's how much you weigh. Like, okay. Defining something by using the word in the definition. Well, yeah, that's happened to me before, where oh. I've jumped and I just didn't land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> but that could also tie into the thing that we've never been to the moon because they say you weigh less on the moon because there's less gravity. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't your weight stay the same up there? Well, how the fuck are we? We've never fucking been there. So oh, how would yeah. you know if we weigh less on the moon? Yeah. So it's just one of those things <laughs> where you could almost tie the two together. That's funny. But yeah. I remember there was a kid we lived by uh, growing up when my when we lived at the, the liquor store. Uh, back when my parents owned that, there mm-hmm. we lived in the apartment above. Yep. And the kid behind us, he well, he ended up as he got older not believing in gravity oh, and it was geez. just it was kind of funny to me but like stuff like that always I don't know the human I don't like people to begin with <laughs> but like the human mind is just fascinating to me mm-hmm. at, at how people like reach conclusions on things or like perception on on the same object and thousands of people can see it different well and i do think that it it ties into the fact that people do not like gaps they don't like that's yeah they they don't like they don't like the unknown and they will do whatever they can to close that gap so that there is a full complete understanding of something and so even if they get to the wrong conclusion they don't care as long as it makes sense in order to get to that conclusion then that to them is fact. Well, and then there's also like that thing where uh, people like feeling like they're in on the know, like they've got some secret information, like they like feeling that they're in on something. So, what do we? Yeah. Oh, I've I've the 
Well, that's a different. It's not the Dunning Kruger effect. That's a different one. It's not the protagonist syndrome either. But it's like so people have this like this thing or the 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 smug people that are like oh you know I'm superior because I know X Y and Z and it's like yeah do you though? Hmm. <laughs> well, what's what? Okay, answer a question then. Do you believe there's life? In the universe, besides us. Statistic- oh, absolutely. Statistically, I think it'd be impossible. Not it would to. be impossible for it to not, yeah, to yeah. not be. That Do you believe aliens have visited us before? I think the gap between solar systems and stuff is too big at this point. That, yeah, I don't honestly believe that they have visited us. Um, just because of the fact that they probably, like, I, I feel like they would be with the same limitations that we are. That's the same so. reason why well, we haven't seen other planets or why we haven't seen other life out there is because they, just like us, they can't get to us. That's assuming we've all started at the same point. That is well, true. that's the farther that out you go. Yeah, yeah it would, they were technically older civilization. There's the other well, problem. Would it be the farther? Well, it depends. The farther out, yeah, the older the civilization would be. Well, that would depend on your definition of the center of the universe, which for us would be us. There is well, the no center of the universe. The farther, the that's the problem, right? There is you, yeah. you're already thinking of it wrong. There is no center yeah, to I the universe. Yeah, I was just about to say there is no center. Oh. So that by there saying was no that singularity point. There, no, but, but by saying that there's the way a... space time expanded, there is no center. No. Oh, okay. In order for their center to be a... is measured from our perspective because yeah, right. that's we, us. That's us because like so for like our solar system, we are we measured from the sun. Our galaxy, we measured from the the black hole that's in the middle. But all of space time itself, because a we don't know if there is an edge. Right. Well, that's yeah. It, that's it, what I mean. In order for there to be a center, you, you would have to, to assume know that the there's either that there's either the a box right. or there's a sphere that's like th- that has a finite amount of space. Yeah. And then so, you like, find you the center from there. There and, is no center. And if space time is still gradually expanding, like, it, and there is no edge, it means that there is literally no center. Any which way you measure, would you would be the center? I thought that was the point of the Big Bang: was everything started from a center mass and expands outward. Hence, why the Big Crunch is the end of the universe, because essentially mass becomes so massive that the universe can't sustain itself and it no. collapses back into the singularity and blows up again. No, well, uh, what is it? Heat death will happen long before the crunch will ever happen. I suppose that's true. Heat death is when the universe, exp- all energy in the universe is basically expanded out to where molecules and everything just stop moving. Mm-hmm. Like, all matter would basically just be spread out the perfect amount to where nothing happens anymore. As is to it, whether or not uh, the crunch will happen, it's still completely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. This is a weird podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. But yeah, like, the, oh, you're, yeah, okay. Because the tendency of heat's to heat up everything around it, and if you can't, then it just dissipates. Yeah, well, yes. and there's okay. the, the whole thing is... Well, how do I, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because it's a concept I don't quite get but if you add up the sum total of energy in the universe it is zero mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. for like so our sun is burning off energy and that's adding energy like adding energy to the universe well but then you have stuff like the black black holes that are absorbing and removing mass and energy and stuff like that theoretically so everything when you balance the equations out it equals zero right Mm -hmm. the balance in the force oh my god Uh, (laughs) no it's the matrix you know ones and zeros yeah the aliens though like uh, there are people that believe aliens have visited us because of technology where how are we all of a sudden making these leaps from literally nothing when we're not that 
I mean, you really look at people. We're not that fucking smart. Well, people are probably the dumbest thing on this planet. A person can be smart. Right. People are dumb, panicky animals. Oh, we're terrible. We're that's, the worst species on this planet. That's that's why. God, yeah, I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what that's from. A person like, is smart, but people are dumb. Yeah. 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 I believe that. Yeah. It's from no, it's from Men in Black. Tommy Lee Jones to Will Smith. Oh yeah, when yeah. When they're on the oh my park, god, I Mandela people. affected myself. Yeah. <laughs> when they're on the park bench and he's talking before he recruits him. Animals yeah. and you know it. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. But yeah, it's. But it's also like so. The other potential is that yes, there have been other alien life, but they've killed themselves off in war. Mm-hmm. They've just died from the amount of time in between us, or like something catastrophic happened with their universe. I mean, they're with their solar system, black hole, whatever. Expansion. Yeah, yeah like, sure. the potential, like, yeah, there's potential for for intelligent life to pretend, make their way this way, but then, like, the gap in between, like, solar systems is so big that you would have, if everyone was staying awake in the travel in between, you could have entire generations go by before you make it to another solar system. Well, that's mm-hmm. why there's those, like, there's some of those games or even, like, Mass Effect is books or stories where it's, like, the, hype- de- the departing party is not the same group of people that make it to the destination because or, there's generations that pass. Or yeah. they do the opposite way and they do some form of cryosleep or, right. like, f- faster than light or subspace type travel so they can mm-hmm. get around relativity. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's... There's there's just too many variables for for that like level of travel for yeah for our, from our understanding anyways. Well, I honestly don't think we'll ever not in our lifetimes. Oh, I don't think human beings will last long <clears throat> enough to to make that happen. Because <laughs> as soon as we find the freaking ability to do more than just splitting atoms and stuff like that, we'll kill ourselves. Oh, yeah. Because it's not about saving our species, it's about killing our species. Or there'll be resource wars and... Yeah, it's gonna be a mess. Well, enough doom and gloom there, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The one thing I did want to talk about, very briefly, before we talk about Christmas things, is, um... Well, it's kind of Christmas related, because it released relatively soon. The, uh... It's a big topic for everybody right now, is the... What's being quoted as the biggest flop in game launch history, or one of, it's the Cyberpunk 2077 release that came out, what, last week, week before? I don't even fucking remember. And before we get to that, just a little digression. Oh, sweet tits. No, 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 just back to the the Castlevania question. So, best-selling Castlevania game of all time? Three. Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Really? 1.77 million copies sold. Get the fuck out of here. Well, 1.77 million. Wow, yeah, I yeah. didn't think Lords of Shadow was the best selling. But you gotta remember, because there was the, like a gap for like wanting a new Castlevania. I would have thought Simph. The, the worst of all time. Castlevania 2. Castlevania Bloodlines. Son of a fucking bitch. 40,000 units. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, let me see where. Uh, I really Symphony thought Symphony of the, of the Night would have been top. No. No. That's it's that's really one point one point two seven million. It's definitely one of the more popular ones, but yeah, yep. hearing the numbers, it because you got to remember how anticipated that game was. Well, and, that almost blows that theory of yours. In, and one of the uh, lowest that that sales don't make a popular game. And one of the lowest too is Castlevania: Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate, one hundred and sixty thousand. Because oh, most people don't think of Lords of Shadow as the best Castlevania game, but people no. usually it's it's Symphony of the Night. Or, uh, 
The fifth Actually, highest. I would say three. The fifth most hi- people like more than any the of fifth highest ones. grossing was Castlevania three. It was eight hundred and fifty thousand units. That really surprises me. It didn't even oh. sell th- uh, a million units. Because that's one of the biggest uh, pushing or sell- one of the your biggest selling points on Mario is the fact that sales do not necessarily make a good game. Yeah. Castlevania Circle of the Moon sold I mean, eight hundred ninety thousand. You'll always copies. have exceptions. But I mean, that's that's one of those things where it's a general rule of thumb that. That's the popularity does not equate sales, and sales don't equate quality. Yeah. And Castlevania won. Because I mean, if again, one of my go-to things is, if sales equal quality, then Bieber is one of the best musicians that's ever lived. (laughs) Ouch. And sorry, look at his sales numbers. Yeah. So like, so yeah, that's why you can't go based on like sales numbers and stuff. It's. But anyways, now we can get back into the whole Cyberpunk 2077 fiasco. I'm still reeling from Castlevania over here. Holy shit. I know, your Bloodlines is the lowest selling of all time. (laughs) That makes me Well, neither was your Castlevania 4, so I ain't saying shit about that. What do you mean? Where where was that? Castlevania 4 was completely like, it was just off the list, so it wasn't... So it wasn't even as good as Bloodlines! No, 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 it was in the middle. It sold more. It sold more. It's in the gray area. It's in the middle. It's in the gray area between the the highest selling and the lowest selling. (laughs) However, though, my Castlevania Dracula X, second lowest selling. (laughs) 90,000. Well, that one I feel like is more of a result of... uh, Just poor timing. Poor timing. Poor timing. Well, no, that came out here. Did it originally? Oh, yeah. 1996. It was one of those where I don't think they advertised much for it. No. Which is the one I'm thinking of that was Japan only at the time, then? Rondo of Blood. Okay. That... Yeah, but yes, uh, the Cyberpunk 2077. I none of us have played it, but I have friends that have, and they've had mixed experiences with it. So, first off, what system were they playing it for? A next gen system or an old gen system? Uh, God, I would. Is PS5 and Series X considered they're current next gen? They're their current. Gen. Or are they still considered oh. next? They're the current gen. Oh, see, I would. I would, ca- I would, I would them still next call them gen. next gen until until its main. Until it's, it's mainstream, mean. yeah. Because still the bulk... Well, it would be if fucking uh, scammers weren't buying them all up. Yeah, the it's because the bulk of, like, I mean, when PS4 came out, it was considered next-gen because PS3 still had, like, the market share and all that stuff. So okay. it was, the, like, the current-gen. So you're considering current-gen basically when the majority of things stop making games for it. Correct. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's like um like Nintendo to Super Nintendo. Yeah. Super Nintendo was out but they were still making NES games. Super Nintendo was next gen from Until like 90 terrible 91 when it, it when it came out 91 92 93 yeah 94 then it would become the current console. And that would become current, current gen. gen. Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of see that, that extends thing. the the generation too weird. There's a weird like overlap. It does, but I still like I because I would never call PlayStation Five the current gen because hardly anybody has one. It's at this ex- point. it's inaccessible. Yeah, but again, that's scalpers. If it wasn't for them, it would be the current mm-hmm. gen. It would be the 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 selling thing. So, I, you know, for the sake of this conversation, we'll say next gen's PS Five Series yes. X. Yes, and current gen is still PS Four. Xbox One. Uh, one of the guys that I've, I've talked to, he's been playing it on the base Xbox One. One. So he's he's still current gen, and not even like the upgraded model, like the just X. the base yeah. the base model. And he says it's been okay, but he's run into a few glitches and freezes to where he's had to stop. 
Mm. I know um, someone that's playing it on a one X where they have literally stopped playing because of their their experience. Yeah, they're waiting for patches to make it playable, and that's and they're on a one X. God, and he he's had crashes. His system is frozen. He got one one day because it's George, the one that lives with me. Mm -hmm. um, our internet went down one day, and it booted him out of the game. Does that um, that game requires internet? For whatever reason, it required it, and like it, and he hadn't saved in a while, so he lost half hour worth of progress, and was just like, "I'm not touching the game." That's the one. Th so you actually need to be connected to the internet. I don't know if it was just one of those because he was logged in while internet access was st was still enabled, or if it's a if you disconnect, you can't play it. I hate I don't games know. like that. Mm -hmm. I don't. Um, I'm, I don't know if that's how it is or not. I'm really hoping Outriders, when it comes out, does not require internet access. I don't know about that one because that, like Destiny and and Division, if the if your internet's down or their servers are down, you literally can't play this game. That's, and I absolutely I, I can't hate stand that. games like that. I'm, I'm the same mm. way. That shit irritates me. I hate mm -hmm. games that require an internet check to let you well, play this. Well, at least game. in like Destiny and Division's case, like they they were based around that. MMO style being a game. I suppose that's true. So that that's like saying, well, I bought WoW and my internet's down, I can't play it. Well, that's the whole reason you bought WoW was to play online. I suppose now, so. Now, in the, but... the case of games like Diablo 3 is where it makes its bullshit. Yeah. Where it always required you, on the PC version, you are required to be connect, connected to their servers. Which is irritating, because a lot of those, a lot of people I know play solo. Like, yeah. Which, like, Division and, and Destiny, for me personally, I played solo more than with people. Yeah, but, that's but you're just, also an exception. I'm an exception. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like people. <laughs> but yeah, so I've heard that so many glitches with people's penises popping out, uh, fucking just people glitching through walls, people like Vehicle. checkpoints not going, like just so many bugs, so many crashes. A couple of people walk through a building that wasn't there, and then the building materialized, and they were frozen in the middle of a yeah, wall. Yeah, like uh, so much so that PlayStation actually pulled it from the store. Yeah, because it's that really? and they're issuing refunds to the people who bought it. Oh my god! Xbox wow. is doing refunds now as well, but they haven't pulled it from the store. So that like this is being, <sighs> they're even doing. If a store won't do a a re return on a physical copy of the game, which Best Buy is doing returns on physical copies. Mm. That should tell you something. If yeah. Best Buy is willing to do physical copy returns. Now, my question is, is your return full price? Yes. Okay, so it's not like GameStop where they're going to give you $5 for it. <laughs> well, GameStop is giving you the full price back oh, as well. That makes and sense. if you can't get a refund through a store, you there, uh, CD Projekt Red has an email where if you can validate it with the receipt, they'll give you a full refund. That's actually pretty good damage control. Yeah. For that. But my question is, Kevin, if you had this and you were experiencing these issues, what would you have done? Would you wait for the patches? The or whole would you reason I haven't started playing it is because I do not want to... I already figured it was going to be a kind of a mess because cross-gen games like this always are. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Games that span two consoles types like this because of that difference in power always have problems. So I didn't want to play it on consoles period at from the get-go especially since the developer is catering to one system over another and if they like let's say the cg Pro cd project red developed this game for ps4 uh, or that's what they started development on i thought this was tailored for the better console no which which this is... game start so pre-production for this game started in 2012 well that doesn't surprise me 
They started developing the game somewhere between 2014 and 2016 for the base models of PS4 and Xbox. Which is crazy yes, because yeah. if they started it for the for the the current gen systems, and it can't then you think gen. then you think that the current gen systems would be the ones that would be in prime shape to yeah. have received this game. The next gens, they, like they the, didn't get dev kits for for the, the PS5 and stuff until. So a year and a half ago or something like that? Why would you have such a bad thing with it? Uh, yeah. That you know what, no and part of what makes all of this worse is um, the way they set up their review embargoes. Reviewers from... I, I, I can't quite verify if this is true. I have been looking into it. But, like, you were not allowed to show gameplay footage from the base PS4 or Xbox. Hmm. That's interesting. You were only allowed to either show PC or the, the next-gen console versions. Well, that I can get because they're hyping up the next-gen. But, but that also lets... That, that, that automatically is a red flag of what aren't they allowed to being told. Exactly. Like, anytime there's reviewer embargoes, it never makes sense to me. Because why would you want people to not know what your game can do? Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so uh, it's... But it's one of those things, like, just listening to this this, this, this buzz about the game, it, it just brings back so many memories of, like, No Man's Sky, where people just had skewed expectations of what mm -hmm. the game was supposed to be yeah. versus what it came out to be. Or, like, Fable, where Molyneux essentially just flat-out lied about what Molyneux you could do. Molyneux said you could do everything in there yeah. and you, could, uh, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. Overambitious, some would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was definitely overambitious. Uh, Fallout 76... Was was a big one where the, just the game was a fucking disaster. Some people would argue Anthem. Anthem yeah. See, Anthem was at least good for a single playthrough for me. Yeah, but I liked there was, Anthem. There, it's like Destiny was when it released. There just was no end game. No. Um, Destiny was... The Marvel's Destiny Avenger too. game that just came out not too long ago. It's already down 80% of its freaking player base or something like that. Damn. I heard that. What? Why? Because the game it? is just that bad. Oh. So I think all like the cyberpunk thing. I think it has been the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. There's been all of this bad shit going on, and then all of a sudden this game comes out. Which, by the way, the beginning of this year, when they delayed it from April to from from April to September, for, so the first delay this year, CD Projekt Red said it is done and playable on all of the vert consoles. Hmm. So what? Why, why would they have just flat out lied about that? <laughs> which means they they lied in their press release. which, yeah. which I think this is one of the things. I would those fire things. that PR department. Hell yeah! So this I is would. one of those things where it's like, okay, so is this game just finally that point where Sony, in this case, has just said, nope, we're done with the bullshit. You lied. You just scammed a bunch of people. You have to put this out, whether yeah. it's good or bad. I mean, this is the kind of no, shit no, that can sink the, a studio. That's the publisher said that they, they had to put it out no matter what. But, oh. like, Sony saying we're pulling it from the store is finally the last straw and saying we're done with developers half-assing and releasing shit in a broken mess and then expecting the pay. Like, you're paying 60 bucks to basically to beta test a game. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, essentially, Basically. this is a worse version of a Bethesda game, and I know that was a big joke. Is, yeah, I got shared. Bethesda! <laughs> <laughs> so I shared it. Fallout 76. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or take any of their fucking open world games. Yeah. Basically, it's 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 like a running well, and, test, but... And it's one of those things, like, yeah, with Witcher 3, when the game launched, it was buggy. Yeah, yeah so the game would crash. Yeah, there were, there were times when, like, you could end up in, like, game-breaking bugs, 
But for the most part, the glitches were like funny things. Like a horse on a... Like Roach appearing on top of the house rather than appearing next to you when you call them. (laughs) Okay, you just walk away, you fast travel or something, and call them again. Not a big issue. The, The issue with like Cyberpunk where it's just not loading stuff into the game, I don't remember that being a problem with Witcher when it launched. No, or like where certain things are supposed to flag and it doesn't, so where you literally can't make progress because yeah. this event didn't happen. Oh, that that kind me of shit. Nuts. Yeah. Oh god, that's bad. So it just got me thinking about like a lot of past like game releases and stuff, and how well we had talked about this a lot is is how yeah they're releasing test versions and then ironing the bugs out later, mm-hmm. which sucks it sucks for people who are spending 60 and then on these newer systems 70 dollars. well especially for the people that they can only buy games every so often like me i'm in a situation right now where yeah there's a ton of games out there that have been coming out these last couple months that it's like i'd love to play it i can't can't afford to do so that's how the vast majority of of gamers are especially this year yeah Um, oh yeah but then add in oh i just lost my train of thought god damn it (laughs) Um. Yeah, go go ahead. I'll, yeah. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right because it's it's a lot of. I lost mine now too. God damn it! Oh, guys, come on! <laughs> How about you add something, Romeo? God what damn! What are you talking about? Okay, so. God damn it! <laughs> Three trains have left the station, bound for nowhere. <laughs> no, no train left my station. I think the conductor left. No, it's <laughs> so so. It sucks when somebody is basically spending $60 or $70 on a beta when it's like that money could have gone towards another game that you would rather have purchased or bought while they worked yeah. out the the kinks with this game but now it's like nope you're 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 screwed on both counts you don't get to play either game oh. and now at least they're giving back the uh the the refunds and stuff and issuing the refunds well and here's the other big thing is if you look according to like the 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 statistics the base PS4 and the base Xbox One are what the vast majority of console gamers are using. Right. The majority of the fan, like, did not upgrade to the Pro. Because that's current gen. Did not upgrade to the... No, I'm talking about, oh, like... Oh, you're talking the non... Yes, So when PS4 versions. and Xbox did, like, the mm-hmm. upgraded versions... Yeah. A vast majority of the player bases did not upgrade to those versions. Mm, right. So... A lot of the people that bought this game are playing it basically on the lowest end potential hardware. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you knew that, that that was the highest install base. Why would you release it knowing it's like this? Or why wouldn't you have just said, hey, guess what? We're dropping support for the old gen consoles and only mm-hmm. doing next gen. Yeah. Yeah. That's And we always have this debate, too. Uh, <coughs> and it, When they release new gens they take years to drop the old gens. And that's something that kind of irritates me, is, like, Destiny was one of them when it started to come out. I bought it for PS4, but there were still people who wanted to play it on PS3. Yeah. Like, you couldn't play together regardless, and yeah. it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're going to do that, or release a new gen, you kind of just need to go. Like, go all in. Stop releasing for the previous. You know what I mean? Like it takes them, split, it takes them too long to switch gears. Don't split development between the two systems. What you yeah. should do is this game is being developed for next gen, while we'll do this other game that's being developed for current. Mm-hmm. And do it that way. So you're not splitting resources of and development time trying to basically fix a thousand different things that could potentially go wrong. Whereas if you say, Hey, we're removing these, you just cut out a whole ton of different potential bugs. 
Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's a it's a sad thing. I feel bad for them a little bit, you know, because it's they poured their heart and soul into this game, you yeah. know, it, it, and it looked good. Like well, I almost bought it because it looked. And I will say this: I, gar- I guarantee you, at the core, there is a good game there. Absolutely. The it's problem a good is premise. the problem is like yeah, all of these technical issues, having some bugs like something not working. That's expected, especially in a sandbox type game. Right, right. You're, there's there's going to be occasional bugs, but like issues to this level should not be happening. Game breaking bugs. Yeah. I mean, look what happened to Ubisoft when they showed the original Watch Dogs trailer. Yes. Remember when? Yeah. Remember? The, did you ever see that mm-hmm. one? It, the game looked amazing, oh, and yeah. then you released the game, and you're like, "Is this the same game? It looks completely different." Look what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, wasn't that the one they actually intentionally dumbed it down so that because the consoles couldn't run what they showed? Well, that, but it was also because they didn't want to up up stage the uh, the the computer, the PC version, or something like that. No, because the PC version still looks like that. Oh, it was your it was disabled in some of the thing, but you literally just went into one file and changed a uh, one little like thing, and the game looked that way. Mm-hmm. So it it was just because the consoles held it back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's like, it wasn't impossible to run Cyberpunk at 8K? Yeah, well, <laughs> theoretically it's possible, but you're getting such shitty frame rates that it's just, no, there's no point. But there's also, like, only a couple, uh, there's not very many 8K, like, displays on the market. Um, even, like, the top-line graphics cards right now are only meant for 4K. Well, it makes me laugh anyway when, when they talk about 8K in the next, like, set of resolution i guess it is yeah. is that what it is yeah it's like most things aren't even like 4k i yet. was gonna say yeah, are you gonna I, jump I, ahead i just started hearing <laughs> about these like 4k and stuff like that and 4k yeah, tvs like, and, not every game now, is even native 4k and now every everybody's talking about like oh 8k 8k it's like holy shit so slow down yeah <laughs> for god's sake <laughs> we're going from cds to fucking laser discs or whatever. No. It's... <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I forget where Laserdisc fell between, but I know that was a dead format, too. Laserdiscs were in, like, the, the very early, and mm. then it went to CDs. There we go. That's what I meant. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah, I, I... The other thing is, like, people tend to think, like, CD Projekt Red is a small company. They're oh, not. No, they're not. CD Projekt, the CD Projekt Red's parent company is, I think, the biggest game developer and publisher in Europe. They also own GOG.com. What's mm. GOG.com? Mm. Grand Old Games, oh, the alternative to Steam. Oh. They own Gog. that. GOG. Like, it's a it's a game publishing platform where, you know, game publishers get a higher percentage of the, the sales versus what Steam does. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's a multi-billion dollar company, and, like, I mean, they're... Their their founders just lost over a billion dollars with with Cyberpunk's released. Ouch! Ouch. Where is that? Uh, but yeah, I once they iron out all this shit, like I have a feeling I'll I might get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, and even it's gonna I was take talking some time. Yeah, because I'm excited for Outriders uh, when that comes out. It comes out PS4 and PS5. To be honest, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. wait to get it on PS5. Founders see stunning one billion loss after troubled Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven release. Ow. So like yeah, their company is not they're not a small indie dev. They are a massive company. Well like I said, it's it's this is the kind of thing that could sink your studio. Yeah. 
I oh mean, yeah, you lose a billion dollars, like that's gonna. Cripple. Oh, especially their 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 board of directors and stuff that they have to answer to. Mm-hmm. Their pro their their uh, shareholders that they have to answer to. Mm-hmm. There is actually talk that their shareholders are looking at suing them for losing their money. Oh, ouch! Which means this could kill the company, depending on how this goes. Well, I mean, you figure that they do that, there goes all your support for the game, which means they literally released a. Well, you also got to remember, CD Projekt Red was like the darling, like child of the game developer world because of The Witcher Three. Yeah, it is one of the best open world games, one of the best oh, RPG yeah. stories. Witcher Three is touted as is. is and now, basically, mm. all of the goodwill that they had from because of that game is now is gone. gone. It's out yeah. the window. Like there is, their reputation is now in the mud. That sucks. And that's what I feel bad for. It's like maybe the people that were responsible for the game and like the core of it, you know, they sunk their their entire life into this for so many years and Mm -hmm. and this is your product. It's like you feel bad. Like it's like, damn dude, all that work for nothing and Mm -hmm. now now you've just Yeah. Yeah. You have nothing to show for it and and now I think (laughs) I think the company that I, I poured all this work and hard work into is like it's not gonna be here in two years. Yeah, well, and... Hmm. Wouldn't put that on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> I was this and this for Cyberpunk 2077. Whoops! <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, so... I wonder if this will cause game companies to... Well, Maybe publishers... Well, and the big thing that they need to... There's a couple of things that need to stop happening. One, you need to. they need to stop showing trailers and stuff for games that are multiple years away. Period. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand it's, a, like, showing it to shareholders or investors. That's something you have to do to get capital to be able to, to keep developing these games. That's fine. Don't show it to the public. Right. Two, they need to stop setting hard, this is the date it will Street be released, re- yeah. released by. Like, Cyberpunk already is has potential for a lawsuit because of this. Because in September, they flat out came and said... There will be no more delays mm-hmm. than what happened yeah. like two days later. They delayed. By it. the way, we're delaying till December, which is a that's that opened them up for a massive lawsuit for some form. I can't remember if it's fraud or something else, but it opened them up for problems. Well, it's like if you go somewhere and expect a service, and they say I can do it by this day, and then they keep pushing it back. Yeah, well, you can like, go after them for the costs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like. I'm paying you to do this. Like you have to do this for me. Yeah, I could I could see where that would cause issues. Like one delay mm. because of something. All right, makes sense. Like I said, this so it's been a weird year, you know, with with the the COVID and everything. So part of it's understandable. Yeah. You know how much could they really do if they're not allowed in their building? We yada yada. But it's at least whatever. At least with game programming and stuff, you could take the assets home and work on them. Right. So it's it's not like it was impossible for them. It's not like you're going to on a movie production where you just can't work. Right. You can work from home. You can do this stuff at home. Yeah. So it's like that kind of stuff. I can. I sort of give a pass on like the, the, <laughs> some of the delays. Yeah. All right, cool, whatever. But stop telling us that it's you're pushing it back and then giving a hard date. Just yeah. say until further notice. We don't know when this is coming out. Yeah. I mean, and especially yeah, talking about games years out because how long has Metroid Prime Four been talked about or Bayonetta Three? Look at Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. Three. Kingdom took Hearts forever. Three was they t- started talking about it back like on PS Two. Yeah, uh, wasn't it the same thing with um, uh, 
Shad, not, not no, uh, uh, Diablo 4? Oh, they haven't even mm. announced Diablo 4, have yeah, they? Yeah, they have. They oh, did. They, they have, but, they've shown gameplay, they've done... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that one, it's more so that people wanted it, like, years and years ago, not... Okay, it's that's not really Diablo Four. Diablo yeah. Four is not like Diablo Three hasn't been out that, like it's been out for a while, but not that long. Yeah. Um, no. What was the one? Um, Last Guardian. Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking? Where of? it was it was announced as like a PS3 launch game or something? It oh, didn't come shit. out until Aliens Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines. That was a PlayStation Two game. Yeah. That came out in 2015. Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A game that was announced, oh, I don't even remember when that game was originally talked about. And that game didn't come out until, like, PS4 and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, it's... Like I said, I understand having to be able to talk to, like, certain people. But, like, certain, like, like the entertainment outlets, okay, it makes kind of sense to be able to show snippets here and there to keep, like, interest in your product. Again, like shareholders or investors, they need to be able to see what you're doing to know that you're not just pissing away their money. Right. But like, getting a fan, this has got to be one of the most anticipated and hyped up games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Pretty. It was nice. supposed to be like completely genre and like new game defining type of stuff. And even from what they originally showed till now, they cut entire aspects of the game out. Honestly, the way that Nintendo announced the um, uh, Breath of the Wild, honestly, might be the way to go. Like, going forward, where it's like, it literally, you just see this vast landscape, and then you see the the title, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Didn't they show the Guardian footage or whatever at one point too early on? They may have, but I just remember the big, big reveal was just basically... You like walking through a field, and then it pans oh, out okay, to a one. big field, yeah. and then it's just Zelda Breath of the Wild, and it's like, okay, and then put no release date, just say like only on Nintendo or whatever coming to whatever systems, blah 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 blah. So it's like release information like that where it's like, okay, you get people excited for it, but you give them no promise of like it's going to be released in two years. It's going to be released in three years. Yeah. It's like unless okay, if you if know, wanna... unless you know for certain that you can hit that date. Yeah. Like okay, like um, there's been a couple of like uh games. I can't think of what the last one that did it, but like I think it was at a Nintendo Direct where they're like, and there's this game coming out. Oh, by the way, it's on the store now. Go get it. Wasn't that the the uh, the Mana collection or something like that? Yeah, they did uh, Trials of Mana. Okay. Was was the game they announced to come out? It was the remake of Saikendetsu Three. Oh, yeah. that's right, Secret but, Mana Three. And they yeah. said, yeah. but we're also going to release the Mana collection, which has Saikendetsu Three translated version. for the first time yeah, in the yeah. states, which was that was huge. Yeah. Uh, another company that did uh, Bloodstained, the ones oh, the yeah. people who did Bloodstained, also yeah. did that side game. There, no, uh, there was a separate developer that did the side game. Right, but they still said, like, it was something to sate the appetite. You yeah. know what I mean? Even That's honestly what, like, a lot of companies should do, is here's something to hold you over until such and such comes yeah. out. But at least give them an idea of what's coming out, but give them no illusion that it's, like, it's going to release at this time, or give them an idea of this is what the graphics are going to look like that's no, I, I think that's another big one is especially like Nintendo can at least get away with it because they 
use the lesser powerful, like the less powerful hardware. But like these companies that are always trying to push for the best like graphical fidelity and stuff like that, they they either need to decide do they want the graphics or do they want you know it out within a reasonable time frame. But what I don't understand either too is that whatever happened to the the rules and this was it, it's always a rule of service is under promise over deliver. Why don't they do that? They're always over promising, over hyping. Yeah, but they're they're always no. Doing that's this why it doesn't where... happen anymore. Is the consumer changed? Most people don't it's... live by the rule. Prepare for the worst, but it, or what is it? Yeah, hope for, for the, the best, best, but it, but it, expect, expect for the worst. Yeah, uh, what is it? Um, hope for the best. Expect or yeah, yeah. But prepare for the worst. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like because <laughs> if you over promise and over promise and over promise. People have nowhere to go but down with well, their expectations. And, and these like days, the Star Wars, the, like the current Star Wars trilogy. And these days, the like two. Stop! 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 The no, collective no, memory no. too for like consumers is much longer these days. In mm. days where you know, like where like before internet and stuff like that, where if, if you overpromised and undersold, yeah, you're gonna get talked shit about maybe in like a newspaper or a magazine, and then it's done. These days with the internet and stuff the consumer like group does not forget yeah and and don't get me wrong the mm. consumer base is absolutely at fault here too that's because mm -hmm. we can chronicle a lot easier yeah and then like yeah the consumers that are so rabid for the new content and stuff like that they are at fault as well oh yeah like the the demands they're making and like oh it has to be now the instant gratification now i'll release it release it do this and then when they don't get it and they get irate and sometimes fucking violent it's like no sorry mm -hmm. you're already in the wrong you crossed the line at way back here what the hell are you doing yeah that's like when they delayed it to december cyberpunk yeah and the, and people were going fucking ballistic they were yeah. so mad about it and it's like i understand that you were expecting this game at such and such and they delayed it until september and then now they're delaying it again but it's like i don't know I would rather have something good that I had to wait for than something shitty that you're giving me now. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? There's, there's, there was a saying. It's like, was it release release a game early and fail or release it late and like... Oh, oh release a bad game now and it's bad forever. Yes. Or, or, but then you release a game early and it's bad forever. Release a game late and it still can be good or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I can't remember what the exact quote is. Mm -hmm, but but it, was yeah, from like yeah. a, it was someone from Nintendo. I think it was yeah. Miyamoto, wasn't and, it? And, oh, it could have been. Yeah, and I'm like, that's it, people have forgotten that. It's like, you know what? It's If you release it now, now it's going to be bad forever. Like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter what you do to this game. People are only going to remember this moment as what ended up happening. And that's but what's like, going to happen to you. If you release now. it later, and yeah, people are going to be mad at you because you're pushing it back. Oh, here it is. A delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is bad forever. There you go. And it's Miyamoto. Yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah. it is. Of course it's Miyamoto. Because if they had delayed this again... And then it came out, and it blew it out of, and it blew people's minds. People would have forgiven it; they wouldn't have cared. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why when like they delay games now, I half the time I I talk about I hype up games that I'm excited for. Honestly, then I put it out of my mind mm -hmm. because it's yeah. so far out. Yeah, like the big one I've been waiting for is uh, East Nine Monstrum Knox. Huge! I'm a huge East fan. Love it. 
and they like this isn't coming out till February or that's whatever. The, and they, this is a game. The it's the Y apostrophe. Yeah, why? Right? <laughs> yeah, why? No, no apostrophe, you prick. No, there's an there's apostrophe. Why are you such an ass? There's like twelve of them, right? There's twelve. Oh, there's there's like there's. At least like three apostrophes. Yes, wise, wise, okay, wise, yeah. wise, possessive. Okay. Tim's, yes. Tim's gonna get. Okay. <laughs> Tim's gonna cringe. He's gonna be like, no. oh, I'm, I'm oh yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I just sorry to derail you. Sometimes I just like mispronouncing things just to see Tim's reaction. It always makes me giggle. Uh, no, um, what was it? Second, second Tetsui three. <laughs> Studio. Studio. Now you're hurting me. Studio two. Damn it, now you did derail me. I fucking totally lost it. Um Oh, East Nine. Yes. I I I was huge into it. I I I was very excited for it. Pre ordered it. Pre ordered collector's edition, one for me, one for Kevin. I put it out of my mind. I'm like, I'll I'll get excited when it when, when it comes when out. It comes out. Yep. And if it gets delayed, well, I didn't have it to begin with. No use mm-hmm. crying over spilled milk. Yeah. You know, it's people don't like to do that though. People live this. Like they see a game that's all they can think about. It's all consuming to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like you have nothing else in your life that you should you could focus on. Don't have yeah. a backlog of games. Oh god, that's actually what I've been doing. I'm sorry. Like I have such a backlog of games. I'm sorry. Everyone has a backlog of games. They oh. should have a backlog. I know of PC games. players who have backlogs in the thousands. Oh yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, new game. Uh, it's on sale for half off. Don't mind if I do. Mm. Well, so Paul and I are guilty of replaying these same games. <laughs> there's that too. God, I really want to play or, this. I can't wait for this. Or they'll buy something like Destiny, and then they'll just keep playing that. They'll buy other games, but then they're like, yeah, I'm just going to go back and play this one I already know. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, mm-hmm. a lot of what that comes down to is playing something you Com- already yeah, know. Yeah, it's a comfort yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was with that, with RPGs for me, like Fantasy Star 4, mm-hmm. uh, Persona 4. Like, I go back to them because they're familiar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, like, Persona 5, I liked for a long time. I kind of fell off playing it lately. But, yeah, it's, yeah, nice. I, I know why Paul does his usual five game rotation. No, I know, I know why Paul does it. It's because he can't decide what to play. He gets down here and he gets well, overloaded and he's like... I do like, get overwhelmed no. easily. Yeah. That is the one thing that I hate is What's is the, the purgatory of games. When you finish a game and then you're like, well, all right, well, now what do I play? And then you look around and you're like, I have no clue what to what to start playing now. Yeah, Super Mario RPG it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DuckTales. Although now, a... DuckTales 2, I think you said you yeah. like... Uh, you like more. I want to, well I want to try I want to try to 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 get the better to ending. get the better ending yeah. yeah since I was we were so close that playthrough and I missed it by just one fucking thing one thing just because just I didn't realize that by going to that certain level it was like no nope, forward progress yeah. now like yeah, crap that's that yeah I I know how that is but yeah that's that cyberpunk sorry man that's Thanks. that's a hard blow to people I I I don't like when Thank God I was not trying. Like I, I had no illusions of that game. I didn't really care for it one way or the other. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't anticipating it. I wasn't really caring when it was coming out. Like thank God I wasn't part of that hype train. Yeah, Ooh. I wasn't really either. I see. I was more excited to see what they did with it because uh, I back in the day played the pen and paper version mm-hmm. as well as um, Shadowrun. I think it was. Mm. I like Shadowrun. Um, because like. My brother and I used to play those, so... 
Like I was interested to see what they how they adapted the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm. see, and to me, I am. I am fortunate and unfortunate to be a Silent Hill fan. Mm-hmm. And so 2014 brought us Silent Hills. Yeah. Which Oh my god, I can't was, believe it's been six years. Which was dashed and destroyed us. And now there's been rumors of Silent Hill being uh, given a, a green light and that they're going to be doing a new Silent Hill game. And I'm like, you know what? I love Silent Hill. But until I am told that, oh, this Tuesday it's releasing... <laughs> I'm just going to assume it's not coming out. There you go. Because you had something as successful as Silent Hills, and they canned it, and so it's like, okay, you know what? They can can a game anytime they want. So if on Sunday I find out, oh, hey, this Tuesday this game comes out, it's like, okay, then I will be in line to grab it. I still think what he should have done is he should have, rather than make Death Stranding, he should have taken a lot of the same kind, like... Any of the concepts from Silent Hills that they that they couldn't claim copyright on for for their intellectual property, mm-hmm. he should have just went and made a a game based on that concept and just been done with it I and think, started a new franchise. I think honestly, that's he could have done what, a Kickstarter. Honestly, I think that that's what a lot of people were expecting Hoping. him to do yeah. because he took. Um, what's his face? Well, no, he took uh, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro and um, uh, what's his name, uh, Norman Reedus, yeah. with him. So they thought, oh, they're just going to continue using what they can because technically the game that they created had absolutely zero lore with Silent Hill. So right. they yeah. could have well, just they, continued. They, 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 they would have had to have changed some of like the story names and aesthetics and stuff. Yeah. Because once PT was put out, that is technically part of their IP. Now it's part of the Silent Hill IP, yes. So, but, but like but they could have just though. taken the basic concept of what the, how he was doing it mm-hmm. Yeah, and made his own unique, like his own brand new series, yeah. and it would have sold. Oh, yeah. That's why it, and I'm surprised they didn't do something like that. Well, I mean, you look at how successful, <clears throat> like, Bloodstained was. Well, maybe, and to a lesser degree, Mighty Number no. 9, unfortunately. Mm. Which it's still, the Mighty Number no. 9 was a good game. It was not bad. People just, I think, were expecting didn't, something different. I, to be honest, it didn't play as smooth as the Mega Man games to me. Yeah, the mechanic was a little strange. But, like,. I mean, you see, those can successfully be done. Mm-hmm. God, with the with how prolific like PT really was, you're really telling me people would not have backed that. You could have easily done Silent Hills. Call it something else. What the fuck ever. You would have had. Well, you had. I would have been just. I, I would have been a dick and na- na- like noisy mountain or something. So it's the exact <laughs> opposite. Oh yeah. <laughs> just, I, I just think it came up. down to a matter of pride. Yeah. I think. So. I think what, what was who who did that one? Who did what one? PT. Oh, I can't the remember. I, what's his the, the uh, what? The guy they went. He, he did Death Stranding and stuff right after. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. There, Kojima. Kojima. That's oh, I, why? I don't know why I blinked. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm like, holy cow. Even I think I he know. was a little too... Because that was the whole problem, right? He was too egotistical about it. Like, wh- why did PT fall through? Because of Konami. It's basically... They don't want to do it anymore. No, 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 no. It was it, it was because of... they. There was some bad blood between, between Hideo Kojima and right. Konami. I and so they got rid of Kojima. It's not a pachinko machine. They don't want it. They got rid of him, and so anything that he was working on or that he was 
basically <laughs> right. touching, they said, no, absolutely not. Hence why, after this whole separation thing, there hasn't, been, name. there hasn't been any talk about any Metal Gear Solid games. Right. Well, that's not true. Been... They released um, Metal Gear... Don't talk about Rising. Peace hey, Walker? fuck you, Rising was amazing. Well, I'm just saying, though, people generally No, the Survivor like one. Oh, I don't... Was it a oh, Metal Gear Survive? Was it just Metal Gear Survive? I think it was just Metal Gear Survive. Where it was... You got it's sucked not... into that weird alternate dimension. No exactly. idea. Exactly. It's not, it's not really the same thing. He was working on it, though. He was part but of even the... So, even so, like, I think Kojima... Because I thought he was notoriously egotistical. Anyway. Well, he was. I think he... Okay, it is just Survive, yeah. Metal yeah, survive. I think he... he... <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, after 30 years in the industry doing what he was doing, I think he had a right to be as egotistical as he was. But Even though Metal Gear had diminishing returns. Yeah, but Metal Gear... Well, this is the... I argued this before. Had, I know. Is that they Metal don't Gear, sell as much as... Metal as Gear, it might be a beloved franchise, it but it does well. not make money. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, can you really have that big of an ego when you're really kind of losing money? That's like that's like an auteur like, filmmaker that, like... My stuff is so highbrow, but are you making money? Not really. It's not the then point shut of art, the fuck Kevin. Up. Yeah. You don't go into art to make money. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, most artists make their money when they're dead. Yeah, this is true. But not honestly, anymore. though, with all the hype PT got, how could you as a businessman look at that and <coughs> not, be, not jump all over it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was yeah. massive. Oh, yeah. It was a phenomenon. Huge. Especially because... Guillermo probably could have just designed brand new creatures for them because mm-hmm. he designs creatures, right? And it would have been fantastic to use his original oh, yeah. creature designs. I think honestly, that was. I can't believe Konami's even still around. I know. Well, How pachinko machines? But, well, yeah, they that's that's, here, but, and they're they're IPs. But that's what they, they make yeah. a lot. That's where the majority of their money comes in. And um, and they were transitioning to um, online. Uh, oh. Like uh, uh, like apps and stuff and games mobile. like mobile mobile apps that and stuff. Yeah, me. they were finding a lot of money in the uh, especially in the the um, the eastern market is where it's it's big. Mm-hmm. A lot of them play a lot of like mobile games. But I mean, you so. can just imagine a world where PT fo- like followed through. Mm-hmm. That game would have been it, quote unquote a game changer. No, it would have been. Lack of pun. It would have been. I I want to say even just the fact PT was nothing more than a teaser. It was a trailer. It was a right. It was, it was a, a demo. demo. It was a demo game. But I'm pretty sure concept. that one one of the one of the um, uh, outlets gave it game of the year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it won game of the year at at some level. And it's like well, no demo many, has ever done that before. Look at how many like copycat games got spawned right after oh, Alice and Road. Alice and Road was right yeah. after. Right after that. You can, even, yeah. you can even argue Resident Evil 7. Oh, I was just oh, I well, was actually just about to bring that up. At least the first the first several parts of that game. RE7 mm-hmm. was essentially to replace PT. It was. So yeah. I mean they knew if, that they if had PT yeah. had come out, fucking Resident Evil 7 to might be have quite, gone a different direction. I was gonna say, to be quite honest, and, and this is this is almost in that same line as like what would have happened if Nintendo didn't 
screw over Sony, Sony. Oh, with, the Nintendo, the, with the Nintendo PlayStation is if PT would have come out, would that have been the final nail in the coffin when it came to the Resident Evil franchise? I think so. I don't think it, it may would have, have been. I don't think it would have killed the Resident Evil franchise because it would have severely crippled. I'm it. sorry if him punching boulders in the middle of a volcano didn't kill the franchise. Nothing's going to. I think they would have stuck on that route. Yes. I yeah. think they would have yeah. kept on the RE like four, five, six route. Yeah, they oh, would yeah. Have gone oh yeah, more yeah. fantastical. I, I, it, it would mm-hmm. not have killed the franchise. It would have just kept it would going. Have been a slow petering death. It would have just kept yeah. going more over the top with each game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have gotten like the movies, where yeah. it just yep. became more and more ridiculous yeah. and more of a freak show than yeah. Than it would but have. now, but now because of the cancellation of that, Resident Evil Seven was a phenomenal success. People yeah. loved it, and now people are super excited about Resident Evil Eight because it's now continuing in that same that same vein. That, that that same vein. It's no longer the action oriented. It's going back to the roots of what survival horror was. I don't know. This 8 looks like it might be blending in some of like the RE4 stuff. Well, they're they're starting to bring other characters back into the mix too, aren't they? It's still first person, right? I don't know. Hmm. They've kind of Sorry! <laughs> they've kind of like been silent on whether it will be fully first person or not. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's just the way he said it. I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking don't me. Don't yell at me. I didn't know either. Why are you asking me that again for the first time? <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, fuck <laughs> oh man, it was it was just really it was funny the way he said it. No, yeah, I I agree. That's it, it. I love doing those. Like, what what would have happened? I'm like, bad. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't. Help if it. the Nintendo yeah. PlayStation had come out. Yeah. Oh, Sega would have died much sooner. Sega would have died sooner. Yeah. I mean... Sony... God. Well, actually, how many IPs would have even came about? That's, well, and that's I mean, the thing, too, is that PlayStation a lot of, had to differentiate itself yeah, once Nintendo PlayStation would it. never PlayStation would never have been able to differentiate itself yeah. from Nintendo, so that you're talking, like, the um, like Tomb Raider, yeah. uh, the uh, Crash Bandicoot... Um, Tekken? I don't. I well, I'm just saying. Like, well, it, you, I know. Like I know. him or not, he was a he was like the first mascot that PlayStation actually yeah, had. Right, right. So right. you can't take that away from them. But I mean, like Gran Turismo, um, well, that's right. Tekken series. Like, I mean, all of these these things that are associated with the Sony PlayStation and with uh, originating from the PlayStation. Nintendo would have had the bigger hand in that. So, yeah. I mean, they would have just been... They would have been a juggernaut with their IPs. I don't think the Xbox would have succeeded. Oh, God, I no. think it would have the died Xbox would never have happened. No, nobody would have been able to compete. Yeah. I don't even know if the original kind of Xbox would have happened. I don't think... I don't know. It's, yeah, it that's is. a very because interesting thing. they didn't target Nintendo. No, Nintendo no. was a fucking juggernaut, and they've always kind that's of... That's right. They, Xbox was... Right. They were targeting PlayStation. Yep. And honestly, they mm-hmm. they always go after each other. Yeah. Honestly, Nintendo's kind of just left to its own device. Nintendo well, has always been. Point, it's like it's while kind of Nintendo's like the, the older sibling, Xbox and Sony are the cool siblings that don't want anything <laughs> to do with their weird one. It's basically how it kind of looks. I mean, they yeah, treat it well, like the, they, he's the older sibling, but they treat him like the younger sibling. Well, I'm an old soul, which is why I tend to gravitate towards the uh, no. Nintendo. You just don't grow. <laughs> Maybe. It's just kind of interesting the way you look at the systems now and be like, well, what if Nintendo had mm-hmm. succeeded with the... I mean, yeah, the console 
of today would have been vastly different. Yeah. yeah. So, in and of itself, people often say, like, oh, God, why did Nintendo, like, they backed out of the PlayStation thing, did. and they went with Philips to, to do the, the CDI. It's like, you know what, though? History will now go on to say, like, thank you, Nintendo, for doing that, because it would have been a lot less interesting if you hadn't done that. Yeah. yeah so I think Kevin might be right. I don't think Xbox would have even no. come about. It, we'd still be a one-console thing. Yeah. I mean, nothing really... You I mean, Sega yeah, died play, off. Yeah, the Nintendo and the PlayStation would have been one, so therefore, yeah, there would be no Sega. They would have still have met their death. Yeah, they killed um, themselves, so we yeah. don't have to worry about that. And um, Nothing yeah, could Xbox, stand up to Yeah, it. Xbox would never have been able to... Yeah, they probably would have tried to get into gaming, like, maybe Steam. I don't know if they would have targeted, yeah, the... Con- well, Steam wasn't the thing back then. Yeah. No, but that's what I mean. They would have done more of, like, the Steam thing, where streaming. it's, like, just streaming gaming on Eventually. the computer. That was it. Anyway, yeah. 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 I think so. So it's just interesting to think about. I think so. No. But uh, from there, unless you guys have anything else to add to that. No, before you have another brain fart. I've had enough of them. We can go. Just farting? Yeah. Yeah. We'll stick with Christmas themes <laughs> super quick because we're already at almost two hours. Holy Are you cow. serious? We've been gabbing for a while, boys. We have. We a couple got of the, chatty Cathy's. We got the gift of gab. Gift of gab. Uh,. What's what would you say is your most memorable Christmas, or what what's something that like Christmas time brings about like a memory of? Just brings about a memory of because I was thinking about this the other day. I was looking at myself at work. Oh God! I got some gray ass hairs, man. Oh, like, I, do I did not notice how much gray is starting to come through. Oh, I've and got, it's starting to make me feel really old. Oh, I've got a lot of grays. And I, <laughs> actually, I'm starting, like, I, even with my hair short, I can yeah. if I'm looking in a mirror, I can see them. It's like oh. I'm almost starting to have like an existential crisis of, of becoming old now, and and mm-hmm. how like so what I'm happened? Just, he was he was going like this through his pubes, and he was like, I oh my God, salt and pepper. Jokes on you, got no pubes. <laughs> I, uh, I've got for all the, you ladies out there, Andy is pubeless. Oh, like geez. a bald eagle, baby. I've got the I've got the reed. Richards, uh, the grays like on the sides of my uh, of my head. I, I do have grays on top, but I've got a lot more on the on the sides. See, I got them on. I have them up on the tops. It's starting to come up in my flip a uh, little bit. They're starting to come through. You're you're. Swoop. I'm sure I have some on the sides too, but right I, I'm getting them everywhere. Yeah. Paul, you see it? Well, yeah, of course. Right there. Oh yeah, I'm getting oh, yeah. them everywhere. <laughs> totally. it's, I, honestly, I'm gonna be a silver ass fox. I'll tell you that right now. I age like a fine wine, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. But uh, so I was just thinking about like the past and Christmas and all this mm-hmm. other kind of shit and and I, well, it just I thought it'd be kind of interesting to, to talk about yeah I mean I have a lot of I didn't say yeah, I got I've got a, yeah I've, I've got are. a lot of Christmas memories of um, just like video games and mm-hmm. playing certain video games like around that that time of the year and and so there are games that I will always associate with Christmas as a result of I remember playing them at around that time um, but I mean, one of the most, um, one of the most amazing Christmases was actually Christmas in 1997 because that was when I got my, uh, when I got the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I got that for Christmas along with, um, with Soul Blade, actually. Oh, wow. That was the very first game I had ever gotten on the, on the, the PlayStation. That's a good start. And it was a fantastic start. I, I played the shit out of that game. <laughs> I loved Edge Master Mode. Oh, that was the greatest oh, mode. God, the Edge Master Mode in those games was amazing. Yeah, I actually liked what they did in some of the other uh, when they when they transferred to Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Like I liked what they did with some of the Edge well, Master modes where they did that dungeon crawling one. Yeah, where you kind of had like instead of it being like a 
around a map. It was like a stage-based thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of cool. But I just love the fact that you could unlock like different weapons mm-hmm. from like from Edge Master mode, and then you could use those in the other modes, like the yeah. arcade mode and survival mode. And it's like, oh god, it was that was so cool. It was so fantastic. But I um, that year, yeah, I was not expecting to get a. Uh, a system, no? yeah, and I just, I, I just, I was, I was dumbfounded when I, uh, when I opened it that uh, that year, and it's just like, oh my god, I can't believe this. So the year I got my Genesis was was pretty pivotal because I remember mm. as soon as we were ready, we hooked it up, and I first game I played on it, Altered Beast, because that was oh, the packing. Yeah, that was the packing game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell so yeah. we had Altered Beast, and I, I want to say they got Sonic the Hedgehog as well, but Altered Beast was where it was at. <laughs> When you transform into the wolf for the first time, you're like, "Oh fuck!" That's that has actually, and and it's funny because it comes full circle now. Is that that in and of itself is a uh, Mandela effect where people think that the packing game for the Sega Genesis was always Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hedgehog? It wasn't because the system came out in 1989, and uh, Sonic didn't come out until 1991, I believe. And so, yeah, so you had two years of a packing game that was not Sonic. Yeah. But people often forget that it was, yeah, it was Altered Beast. Yeah, and, and I loved it. it. Why they chose Altered Beast, I don't know, but it is... Such an odd choice. It was, yeah, <laughs> but it was, but it was, it, it was an interesting game. Well, it was just yeah. fascinating because it was such a jump from, like, Nintendo, because obviously I didn't oh, grow yeah. up with a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So when I saw the Genesis, like, the Altered oh, God, Beast I, graphics, yeah, looked, I was fucking blown yeah. away. Like, look at how big these sprites are. Look at the graphics. Look <laughs> at the colors. The music. The sound. Just yeah. everything. The cartridges looked so much different. And, uh, like, Christmas brought about a lot of memories of, like, Atari. Of Atari. Yeah. Because we would always go to my grandparents mm-hmm. every year, and my cousins would bring theirs. And the, the yep. one game I always associate with Christmas, Fast Eddie for uh, the Atari, because yeah. my cousins always had it. They always brought it, and I remember playing it mm-hmm. all the time as a kid. That's all I ever wanted to play was Fast Eddie. Yep. And it was so cool. Uh, uh, G.I. Joe, where mm-hmm. you shoot at the Cobra. Rise and, of, uh, or not Rise of Cobra, it's uh, Cobra Strike, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have that one, yeah. Yeah, so like the, <clears throat> that, that kind of stuff always brought, gives me that Christmas feeling. And I, especially yeah. when, when you and I started hanging out, and you had talked about doing... Uh, the Atari the Appreciation Atari, Week. Yeah, yeah. Atari mm-hmm. Appreciation Week every December. Yep. It was always the first week of December. Yeah, that was such a cool idea. Mm Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. And one game I remember, and believe it or not, like, Demon's Crest, to Mm -hmm. me, that will always be a Christmas game to me. A Christmas game. Even though it's like, what does that game have anything to do with Christmas? It's because the first time I had ever beaten that game, it was, I want to say it was the second or third week of December, and I just remember just, like, playing that game during Christmas time mm-hmm. and beating it for the first time and I was just so ecstatic but I just remember going upstairs and just seeing all the Christmas decorations afterwards and I'm like forever oh. forever going forward that game is a Christmas <laughs> game to me like I always associate it with Christmas yeah absolutely so, how about you Kevin uh, yeah like I don't know like thinking back yeah I got like video games stuff for Christmas but the thing that always, the th- one of the things that'll always stand out for me is, is there is a very particular shape for action figure boxes back then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. you'd go, and in the morning you would see that shape, and it didn't matter if it was the Turtles figures, GI Joes, X Men, 
Like, there was that shape where it's it the was, flat cardboard yep, and it's square. In the box, yeah. Yep. And, like, no matter how much my mom, or it, it like, tried to hide the shape of it when wrapping it, yeah. there was no way to. Right, right. So, like, it would be one of those things where you'd see them stacked and you're like, oh, shit, what am I getting this time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of mine was uh, Mighty Max figures. Or oh, the Mighty Max yeah. things. Like I the little. That. You yeah. remember those? Yeah. I remember those. Like Mighty the Max, tiny yeah. little things yeah. and then they opened you mean up. You male Polly Pocket? Yeah, I was Basically. literally just going to say that. It was the male equivalent of Polly Pocket. Yeah. Oh, did Polly Pocket have a cartoon? Because Mighty Max had a cartoon. Bitch. I really did. did. I think she did. Son actually. of a bitch! Why but can't yeah. we ever have Mighty anything? Max? But Mighty Max did have a cartoon as well. Very short. Right. Yes, I remember that. I Mighty loved Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Yeah, good. All I remember is like the big dude that follows him. I think his yeah. name was Norman. He had the big sword, and he had like the fucking. Go- he almost looked like uh, the giant. Not Andre the Giant, just yeah, the know. Giant just from the WWF. Giant. Yeah, yeah. He, that's who he always reminded me of. That's funny. Yeah, he had the headband, the mullet. Yep, sure you enough. Know, it's funny because you you say the shape of the uh, the action figures and stuff like that. Video My games. aunt for birthdays well, see, but those were always square movies yeah, came in no, there too for birthdays oh, for christmases my my aunt like she was uh, always the one to get like action figures and toys and like the fun stuff cuz i often got clothes from other aunts of course um but she would never wrap them in just like just the the package itself she would put them in closed boxes yes like or, those cold or closed you take boxes. two of them and put them in opposite directions oh, yeah, that, to box it up so like but, so the shape is different that's one my mom but that i will never forget when i was opening it like oh, when i would open her gift for the first time and i thought oh god it's just closed and i i pull the box open and it's like three action my figures. grandparents used and to I'm pull just that like, trick on me and so ed like as an adult now if i get toys for my niece and nephews you put them in boxes I, if, if there's action figures I will always there's actually always one thing that uh, my grandparents did for me one point was I can't remember what figures they were but they did that and it was like a box so I figured yeah clothes or something mm-hmm. but like it had like that the that really thin like paper mm-hmm. yeah so the figures were on the bottom like there was the paper on the bottom the figures but they had clothes stacked on top of shit yeah mm. so so like when you picked it up it had a different type of weight and yeah. it didn't shake around or anything mm-hmm. so you open and all of a sudden you're like oh yeah clothes so you figure oh it's just all clothes and I'm not gonna dig through it so like just keep pulling the stuff up keep and you pull it and you're like shirt shirt here's some socks and stuff and all of a sudden boom you see like the little corner of like the figure or something and you're like boop <laughs> Shit! Yes, please. Yep. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of one of the funniest Christmas we ever had. Is um, my my dad would often get my mom jewelry for Christmas. Obviously. My mom is a huge <laughs> ring and necklace, jewelry and snob. She's a jewelry snob, man. Yeah. She's, she, they, she knows what she likes. HSN, as you know, HGTV for life, or not HGTV, just HSN. Excuse me, and QVC. Home shopping network. Home oh, shopping yeah. network QVC. and QVC, man. Oh, they would, that's yeah. Hell yeah. But there was one year where my dad literally got her no gifts. It was just, it was like rings and stuff, and he, yeah, he would put them on the tree. And my mom didn't know that, so she had no gifts under the tree. So we're going through our usual routine. We woke up, you know, we're all sitting there in the thing, opening our gifts. My dad opened a few gifts. I remember your dad telling me the story. And we were like, well, I guess that's it. And my mom looked around, and she got the poutiest ass face. She said, where's all my gifts? And it was just the, and it was on camera too. It was the funniest fucking Christmas. Oh no! And my dad says, "Well, I guess you just been naughty this year." And And he just played it off. Just played it off. 
It's, <laughs> she stomped out of the room and my dad came and she's like, he's like, well, you just look at the tree. The tree looks a little different than usual. And sure enough, there's like five or six ring boxes hung up on that tree. It was the funniest thing, man. At that That's point, awesome. it, at that oh, point yeah. it doesn't even matter. She's already pissed. She's like, you know what? This is a start, but guess what? I'm still mad at you. Oh, it was great. And we never let her forget it. God. We never let her forget it, man. But, oh. Yeah, Christmas, I remember one year getting nothing but Legos when me and Alec were huge in Legos. Mm, kick mm -hmm. so like we would get like the bug force ones where they had, had like the light Jurassic Park here like that the nights the mm -hmm. I mean we got just nothing but Lego sets and it was fucking money yeah I always loved it there was always a routine you know mm -hmm. we went to my grandparents then we had Christmas then my other grandparents my grandparents would come over to eat and then we'd do some more gifts there and it was always something mm -hmm. so like it was a huge like hullabaloo yeah. around Christmas and then as you get yeah. into an adult you're like it's it's not as fun. It kind of loses its luster. You, you really well, you really does. feel. Oh, I remember reading something once that said Christmas pretty much dies off once your grandparents leave. It's just never the mm. same. Actually, we I can actually confirm that because mm. uh, my family does not get together anymore. We haven't in a very long time. Yeah. I haven't seen my cousins. I haven't seen my aunts and uncles yeah, in, in a true. very long time. Once my grandparents died. We just mm -hmm. never got together. Like yeah. the kids all scatter. Now we go to my parents, but even that, it's it's they're still not. That's quite it's not. It's not that's kind of how same. it was for yeah. us. Because like any holiday, any well, my family was always one of those families. Any excuse to get together over at the grandparents' house to do a cookout for my mom to cook Chinese food. Yeah, whatever it is, we were always always over at my grandparents doing stuff. And then when they passed, like everyone that was related to that side of the family, they just scattered to the wind. Yeah, like are, the same. I haven't seen some of those cousins and stuff like that seven, eight years at this point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's one of those the fam they're that part of the family and then my fa other part of my family's in Detroit where after I went back this last year to bury my remaining grandparent in March, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, now there's no like hate saying it this way but there's no reason to go there right mm -hmm. right so and i feel bad saying that but <laughs> <laughs> well no it's because there's not well, that that's connection mm -hmm. that's yeah. that was one of the places we would go like we'd have christmas here in town and either usually it'd be before christmas or after christmas we'd go to detroit and spend it with them so it's one of those things where now it's just like yeah there's eh well and it's and i i kind of feel bad about this a little bit because it's because Christmas is so different now, and it's, I have one niece, and that's it. Like mm -hmm. my other brother doesn't have any kids. I can't. I can't have kids. Yeah. So it's like that. I feel bad for my one niece that she just she doesn't have cousins of any sort. So it's like Christmas mm -hmm. get-togethers. It's just us, and then my one niece all by mm -hmm. herself. She doesn't have cousins to really kind of. Yeah, you know, get to have those memories with, and it, it, mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, but, it almost sucks in a way. Like I almost feel bad that like Christmas is not what it was. To be honest, growing up, I don't even even if there were more cousins around for her, I almost wonder if it would be the same. Because I've so. seen my younger cousins get together and do for Christmas. Even like so, I've got a couple that are here in town and stuff like that. But like, even with Christmas stuff with them, they're always off in a corner doing something else, not with the family. Well, yeah, but that's what our Christmases no, not, were. No, not with, oh, it's a group of them doing something. They went off as, like, my cousin Corey. He'd go hide up in his room. He'd go sit in the corner with his face in his 3DS. He wouldn't talk with people. He would. It would just be him. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Whereas, yeah. like, with us, it would be like, I'd go into the basement, and it, my call my cousins would come down, we'd be playing Nintendo, we'd be playing with the Legos and stuff. Yeah. That sort of interaction doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Like, I, uh, some of my memories is when around my cousins, uh, they, they were older than us. So they would watch Beavis and Butthead. Mm. I was I was not really allowed we, to. We were not up. allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. So you felt naughty watching Beavis and Butthead with my cousins because mm. it's something I'm not supposed to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I and I remember even having a small thing with uh, some of my younger cousins. I brought my Nintendo over to to my grandparents' house when they were still alive, and we hooked it up. And I remember watching my younger cousin, um, my cousin Peter. I want to say. Watching him learn to play Mario, mm. and it was it was just fun for me, like kind of watching that that development of him learning. I have to jump over this pit. I mean, it got frustrating at times because he would die at the same pit over and over. I'm like, no, you have to hit both of these buttons at the same time, dude. Mm-hmm. You have like trying to explain it to him, and it's just I don't know. There's something really fascinating about it, and it, it's almost yeah, it's almost kind of become a thing of the past, especially with these handheld. You know, you your iPads and and your 3DSs and Switches. It's like you kind of really don't have those interactions anymore. Well, and like yeah, my my cousin Corey, he does try, and he's God, he's gonna be eighteen. He's eighteen now. So like even like when we have get-togethers and like we do have some of the cousins that like the cousins I grew up with that would come into town. Yeah, like they're all so he's eighteen. So he grew up sort of with them, but like he'll try to get some of the cousins to play like VR and stuff occasionally but it's like not a lot of people like vr or they feel weird when they're playing it or get motion sick so it's one of those things where it's like the stuff he relates to and wants Hmm. to do it's not quite what like everyone else wants to do so he just kind of secludes himself yeah uh alec and i sometimes did that there were a couple christmases he and i would go off in the other room and play pokemon cards like on the bed or something and you know everyone else is around doing whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing yeah we never really hung around so, but it's, yeah, it's, Christmas gatherings have almost, they've changed since we've been kids. Yeah. So it's, well, I, and I, I it's think, kind of interesting. I me. think because, like, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but, like, our age when, you know, when, yeah, the X-Men and, like, turtle figures were, like, a big thing. Yeah. Getting toys like that was vastly different than getting... Like, you probably got more actual, like, action figures than you did video games most of the time. Or stuff like that. Oh, yeah, no. For, I'd say it's about even for, for us. For Christmas, I, yeah, there were a lot of years, like, I would get one game. I think there were certain years where I got, like, two games, maybe. It was, like, three games. Each of us would get yeah. a game in yeah. particular, as opposed to I would get three. Like, Adam would yeah, get I don't one, think I've ever Alec gotten would get more, one, yeah. I would get one. I don't think I've ever gotten more than two. Games. Yeah. But like now, it's it's toys of like the style we grew up playing with. Don't they don't exist? They exist, no. but they're they're for people our age to buy yeah, exactly and put on That's shelves that. or hang on the wall. Like I have some of my yep. my Doctor Strange figures and stuff like that. Even board games. I mean, really, nobody. Nobody buys board games. Not like, really. no. They're our age. Yeah, no. Our they, age, when we were the, kids, we would get a board game and then we'd play it immediately. There's like, there's games like, um, have you ever heard of like Pie Face? Like, that was a hot one uh, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Is that that little one that... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, there's games like that, but I'm, like, board games, like, the Legend of Zelda board game, like... They oh, don't, stuff they, like that. They don't, don't make games. Master Trainer. They don't make games like that anymore. 
No, they really don't. Other than like the classics that have always been around, like been around. Trouble, Monopoly, Trouble. Yeah, but those Sorry. aren't. But those right, to me aren't even the same thing. Perfection is this still a thing perfection, they make? In perfection. I I haven't seen Perfection in a while. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. So. Like what was the maybe if you go to like specialty? But stores, no, that's actually, I actually have a perfection upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved that. I game. bought it at uh, used to at a Goodwill. Me actually, when I yeah, was me too. I couldn't I couldn't handle it because I just I, the pressure. I didn't like I didn't like countdowns. Actually, yeah. ever since TMNT number one on the Nintendo, uh, the damn level, I have always had a. a there's always been a fear of countdowns. Just like in Sonic the Hedgehog when you're uh, drowning underwater. I hated I hated I hated no. that level as a result. I hated that level more than any other that level. That noise every I would time literally the get I would literally get to sometimes I would get past level three and then I would get to level four and I would just shut it off. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna lose anyway, so I just would rather turn it off now. Yeah. But yeah, it's Christmas sure has changed. I wish I, I kinda like, wish Vanderhoff was here because I'd love to hear some of his Christmas memories. Maybe when we get we him over. Do a over. post one. Do a huh? post Christmas one, maybe. Yeah, I must say we want to get Vanderhoff on anyway to talk about just mm-hmm. our generation yeah. and how how we were the best generation for like toys and shit growing up. Anyway, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I'd say like even just normal Christmas family gatherings are just not. They're not the same. They're not the same. From what no, I can remember they, of yeah. them anyway, because it usually involves some drinking. <laughs> At this point, that's basically like I got some. The, Still, like the one family part of my family I still have here in town. It's basically mm-hmm. I go there to drink with my uncle. Me and him will grill, and we just drink. That's all we do. Yeah, I also feel like part of it is the fact that big families kind of are fewer and far between now than they used to be. Oh like, yeah. Like Paul, I honestly feel like he's a dying breed. Well, I truly don't know anybody who's an uncle who hangs out with his nieces and nephews. Well, I mean, I would, but mine live in St. Louis. Yeah, you're. I suppose you're a different story, but like, I I don't know really anybody else that does that. Mm-hmm. Like, where you hold that like almost old it's fashioned. An it's an Italian thing. Maybe that's why, because you're my only actual Italian friend. <laughs> I, I'm, I I'm not, and very it's not. Important. I'm not saying it to be like it's a negative thing, but it's an Italian thing. No, yeah. it's yeah. Families are Irish. Irish are the same way. They're very yeah. close knit. Because mm-hmm. I, uh, one of my friends goes to Ireland every couple of years to. That's all he does is go spend time with his cousins and nephews and. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's that almost like I almost it makes me chuckle when when your your nieces and nephews come over. Oh yeah, I, well, I'm hell, just like I'm, I, yeah, I'm having them over for a sleepover. It's it's uh, we always do a sleepover the um, we, the dawn before the or the day before the dawn before the day of Christmas. So mm. it's a sleepover. It's on the 23rd <laughs> to the 24th, and yeah, it's so my niece and nephew they've been doing it for like seven or eight years now. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like yeah. It's fun traditions that we just we keep alive. But I just yeah. I think it makes me laugh because I'm not. I guess I'm not close with my aunts and uncles or cousins or any sort. Mm -hmm. So it just it seems like such a strange thing to me to hang out with. Well, it could also just be a tradition thing. Like you don't have those set in stone traditions the way they do. I guess not. Mm -hmm. Like the only other one I had was making candy with my grandpa. But none of my none of my aunts and uncles were fun <laughs> like Paul, my aunts and uncles were were old yeah actually, mine though. were too yeah. like they mm-hmm. they would hang around and drink a lot that that's all they honestly if you ask me what, what my aunts and uncles are like as they drink like that's literally <laughs> that's all i know about them i'd have a good time with them well i mean i don't personally but like no, I, don't. I remember my parents telling me when like before my grandpa passed they went one year up to up north to, mm-hmm. to the house or whatever yeah. like cab they would rent a house or whatever they all stay up there and my parents would say, like, that's that's all they would do. They would drink in the morning, they have a drink with lunch, and then 
at night. They go, they drink with dinner, and then they go out to bars to drink. So, like, literally, that's all I know about them is they drink. Wow. Yeah, uh, they're boozing. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's boring. I, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm that bad. Like, I wouldn't really start drinking in the morning unless I, I had a reason to. No, you you were bad for a little while, but not, oh, no, no, not no, no. Really I've, I've gone through. I've gone through phases. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's so like having an aunt or an uncle that was into games or so, mm-hmm. or my interests growing up. Yeah, so foreign to me. Like, I would imagine if if I had an uncle like you growing up, dude, that would have been fucking baller. Yeah, I would have loved to hang out with an uncle who was playing fucking Atari and Nintendo and shit. Although I, I will say this, I have noticed one thing. So when I did see my nephews in March, I can tell that they have been raised different than how me and my sister were raised. Because so we were all at the hotel stand, and my nephew came and knocked on the door, and like, because me and my little sister were staying in, in one room, my parents were in one, and then my sister, her husband, and the kids were in another. Mm-hmm. So they came and they knocked on the door in the morning, and he's like, hey, do you guys want to go down to, and I just shut the door in his face, <laughs> and my mom's standing across the hall watching, and then like, I opened the door up like, like a second or two later, and he just kind of stood there with this like look on his face of like, you just shut the door in my face, what do I do? Because, <laughs> because that sort of stuff never happens to them. So my mom's like, oh, yeah, they're raised different. They don't know how to do that to people. <laughs> so That's funny. So we told my sister, and she's like, funny. yeah, I don't do that to my kids. I'm like, I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I love Christmas, but I hate it at the same time because well, it's bittersweet. I'm old, yeah. or we're old now, and and it's See, taking and me I, a while to admit it. See, and I still love. Old. I still like, love Christmas. I've got two trees. I, I put. A, I don't I decorate, decorate for two any trees. holiday. I, uh, I haven't decorated fact, since I moved out. And in fact, I think um, now that like we've got here in like the video game room in here, I think I'm actually going to get a third tree to put right there. Yeah, behind the couch. So, but like even birthdays for me, but mean, yeah, mean oh, nothing anymore. No, birthdays mean absolutely. Uh, birthdays have never for me. Cause yeah. I, I, in my entire life, I think I can only recall like one or two birthday parties for me. Uh, other than that, I've never done. I've only had one birthday party, and I remember I was allowed to invite kids over from school, and I remember getting a lot of those magic sets. Oh, like, remember really? when that was a big thing and the. I don't remember what the what wait the a minute. You're not set. talking Magic the Gathering. You're no. talking no. like the Magic, magic sets, sets, like, like, like perform like magic. magic. Oh tricks. god, they were stupid as hell. Yes, but I remember were. getting a lot of them for some reason that particular year. But <laughs> are you into Magic? Not at all. No, oh, that's cheap, weird. It's a cheap gift. You it was just got, a cheap you gift. Yeah, yeah, it was like stupid, like illusions yeah. type shit. You know, it was just fascinating to me at the time. Mm-hmm. I grew out of it. No, I didn't get into Magic the Gathering until high school. And even then, a kid taught me how to play it incorrectly. So as I grew up, or when I got a little bit older and played someone who actually knew what they were doing, they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. I remember a kid swindled me out of a trade, too. Like, he got a really good card, and I remember getting something shitty for, like, a dual-color card, because I'd never seen one before. And, like, that was it. Like, I got (laughs) fucked. So I was just like, dude, this game sucks. It was one of of the first times where I was like, dude, people are terrible. Yeah. it, I, it was a very vivid memory because I remember he was like maybe a junior or a senior and I was a freshman oh, when I got into it. So like, he like fucked me out of it. And I'm yeah. like, I hate people. Mm-hmm. Like it started my, it started affirming my hatred for him. <laughs> like they will take advantage of you. That's funny. I'm like, dude, fuck you, dude. But no, uh, birthdays felt the same way for me where it's like, I mean, it used to be a, like a, an event for like mm-hmm. the kids and stuff because then the, the aunts and uncles, the grandparents would come over for the birthdays and um, 
And once I became like a, a later teen and then like early 20s, like you just don't celebrate anymore. And so it's like, it just, birthdays turned into just another day for me. Like, yeah, it was just, same here. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's your birthday today. It's like, no, it's it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I don't <laughs> it's care. It's a Tuesday. It's just, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of how Christmas has become. Like, we still go to my parents every so often, but it's, like, yeah. I see I see my parents all year. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so, like, if my grandparents and stuff is I was only see them a few times a year. Yeah. You know, my aunts and uncles I see a few times a year. I mean, if that, maybe a couple times a year. I would only ever see them at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing my cousins at that at Christmas was an event. Yeah. It was something to do. You know what I mean? Like, you, you'd experience things. You know, my grandpa had a pool table in his basement. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Otherwise, we never played pool. That was a oh, huge yeah. thing for us. Yeah, it was a sure. regular, like a, a real pool table, mm-hmm. big one, not one of these tiny ones. No, it was sure. uh, God, what are they usually? Eight feet. His was a ten foot. Oh, so it's wow. a big fucking that, pool table. His is like big. the full professional size. Yeah, wow. The balls were bigger too, weren't they? Yeah. So it was really, it was oh, an event. Shit. Like, yeah, and, if you've ever been next to a real one, no, they're like the, the ball is massive. Bigger. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, it, just all the cousins would hang out in the basement, and we'd. I mean, I didn't like my cousins. I'll be perfectly honest with you. We were sure. we never clicked mm-hmm. because they all hung out outside of that. We never saw them because uh, yeah. we were kind of ostracized for a reason that I won't get into. But mm-hmm. it's so like we never really clicked with them on that level. But it was sure. still it was still fun. Yeah. Like, it was still a yeah. fun environment to be around. I remember we brought our N sixty four one time and we played No Mercy on it. Oh my god! And it was just. <laughs> It was fucking awesome. Like, yeah. I loved it. We hooked it up to the old fucking console TV, you know, where it had the built-in fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, Christmas was an event. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, as... as Those grandparents are still alive, but... I think it's... I think it's just... It's because as you get older and as the families get bigger, it just... It gets harder to get everybody under one roof, but then you also... It's just the families do their own family thing and so i think that's a little bit of it too Eh, maybe part of my family became a certain smugness with some of the family members where feelings of superiority at that point go fuck yourself and get out of course that'll yeah you'll you'll get that too but at the same time like i i think that that's yeah that's that's part of it but there's also just the fact that i mean the family wants to just do the family thing with like on their own and and a lot of times once a particular like central glue goes away the binding thing like you try to get together but it's without that key like the keystone piece it just i'll I'll try i'll try to get i'll try to get together but oh hey you know what something came up and it's just not i can't do it anymore yeah Yeah. or they or it's a they stop in for five minutes and then it's like all right bye yeah exactly yeah Yeah. once certain keystone things are gone it just there's nothing to replace it Mm -hmm. nothing to hold things together the way it was like once my grandpa died it brought out an ugliness in my aunts and uncles Mm. to where now I haven't seen them, and I probably will never see them again oh, in my I, life. I've seen that. Uh, there's a couple of. Yeah. There's two I know my, once your grandpa died, you had a lot of aunts and uncles. There's two of my aunts that, that still haven't talked to each other to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's exactly how my parents are with, the, or my dad is with his this siblings. Like, I actually I found out um, recently that like my brother's been like all over the world recently, mm-hmm. and I'm like the last I heard, dude was up in like the northwest and like 
Portland or something like that, working at like Walmart, waiting for some government contract or whatever the hell he was going to be doing to go through while he's getting dicked around with them. I'm like, no, like, apparently the last two years he's been all over the world. I'm like, I don't know. I don't talk to my siblings because my, my dad called me the other day at random. Yeah. And it's just like, well, yeah, I don't talk to my siblings. I don't know what they're doing for their life. Right. So yeah. it's like, eh. Yeah, it's... Growing up's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. It can be. Yeah, that was more <laughs> depressing than I thought it would be. <laughs> but, it's not yeah. depressing. It's it's reality. not. It's just it's reality, and it's just it's just the way that it it's the way that it. It's gonna it get works. worse it's... too. You wanna know why? Once Paul has kids, because this motherfucker wants kids. Yes, and once he has kids, power trip's done. I mean, that's just the way it's gonna be. Well, then you guys are gonna be the fun uncles. Fuck that. You are going to be the, the fucking uncles, though, you, be and you better uncle. fucking be cool. I'm going to be the drunk uncle that gives them beers. I mean, we'll be cool. <laughs> but Power Trip's dead, that's for sure. We can't even get him to stay past 5 o'clock now. Oh, shut <laughs> up. That is the one thing that I cherish truly, is is our tradition of like doing the holiday videos for, for Power Trip. and yeah. just, mm -hmm. just doing Power Trip in general, to me, is a tradition that I hope never goes away. Yeah. Nope. As long children ruin everything. As long as I have a breath in me, it it, it won't. Good. It fucking better it's gonna not. Get to the it point better not. You don't have a choice. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that, that'll be the video. They're running in the background. Pop over the couch. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I suppose we've rambled on long enough. Uh, what are some of your most vivid Christmas memories of games or just in general of family gatherings? Yeah. What's the best present that you remember receiving as a kid, as an adult, or that you have never gotten but you wanted to get more than anything? Sega CD. Really? I, I wanted more than anything to get a Sega CD because I remember seeing ads for a Shining Force CD and just absolutely loving it. Uh, they, I remember seeing a couple... Popful Mail, especially, I remember seeing ads for in like some of the gaming magazines, you, and I never got a Sega CD growing up. You were one of those Sega suckers that they made the CD and the 32X for, because yeah. they knew that it's there was the how superior yeah. the Sega hardware really <laughs> was. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah, for the yeah for the libraries that they made. Sega was so. I, so progressive. They said, why make another system? We can make add-ons to this bitch. Sega 32X. Guess how many games are in the library? Six. 36. Well, that was close. That's I mean, it. It was divisible That's by six. It. <laughs> but even so, you have... I mean, yeah. Working Designs was was prolific on the Sega CD. Mm -hmm. And Sega Saturn as well. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that was, a, that was something I always wished for and never got. Yeah. Sega CD. Yeah. We got a Saturn instead. <laughs> Darn. Darn Saturn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's a conspiracy theory that piques your guys' interest that just makes you laugh or makes you cry? Try to get us to laugh or cry with your conspiracy theories. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's a Mandela effect that is that has plagued you recently? Ugh. That that you just you were like that can't be true. That is true. Shit. Is it Jiffy or is it Jiff? Oh, choose mom, choose Jiff. Yes, it's Jiff. Jiffy's the lube. Jiffy lube. Jiffy lube. Yeah, but it's but it's Jiff. Right. It's Jiff peanut butter. Oh, uh, yeah. it's pronounced GIF. <laughs> I was just about to make a joke, right? <laughs> 
Uh, yes. It's Yif, yes. yeah, first of all. And yes, and the X button on the PlayStation the controller is the cross. Thank you, Sony, uh, for putting an end to that debate. It's Yif furry porn. God, God. Furry porn. Yeah, that's what it's called. This is Yif. <laughs> I had to bring it full circle, boys. On that note. Uh, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher and uh, if you're watching this on YouTube to find the PTG Powercast. Yes, or you could check out all of our other video game playthroughs that we do on our channel, powertripgaming.tv. It'll take you to the channel where you can watch all of our other games. That's right. If you don't feel like contacting us on Facebook or Twitter, if we said that, I don't think we said that yet. We did not. But Thank you can you contact us on Facebook or Twitter. And if you don't want to contact us there, you can always shoot us an email at nespowertrip at gmail.com. And we will answer it in a yes. timely fashion. I will try my damnedest. You will not. My ding 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 dar 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 right. Do you consider a Christmas story a Christmas movie? I hate you so <laughs> much. And yes, it is a Christmas movie. And yes, you heard it here. There is no debate. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is a Christmas story probably the most prolific Christmas movie of all time? I would say so, that considering is, they run a 24-hour fucking I was marathon say, of it. That is that is debatable, but I think as of the last like ten years or so, it's definitely come into prominence. it's definitely come prominence as the most definitive Christmas movie. Wow. Have you ever Christmas seen Carol. the sequel? I have. It's terrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's god awful. God awful. Yeah. Have you ever successfully watched? A Christmas story for the full 24 hours. No, because no. the movie sucks. No, I, I have I love the movie. I have I love it. I'd have rather you... watch any ver any adaptation of Christmas Carol. Have you ever watched the Star Wars holiday special? Yes. It's an abomination. And, and I'm looking forward to the new one. The Lego one. No, the Lego. I've watched the, I watched the new one. It's fun. They <laughs> kind of take uh, pot shots at the original one. Honestly, I've not, I, I've only seen bits and pieces of the the, the, the holiday. Oh god, it's it, it looks it's oh it's bad. Oh it's bad. And it's and you know how there's there's like oh, oh this is amazing. oh this is so bad. It's good. It's no. no. This is so bad. It's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> you will lose time. You will wish that you were dead. <laughs> but it introduced Boba Fett. Whoa, we did. We also have woman Chewbacca. Oh, Wubaka. Mala. Mala. There we go. I couldn't remember. I always Mala. thought it was just Wubaka. It's Chewbacca's mother. Gross. Yeah. They don't even look like Bacchus. And and his and his his son? I don't remember. I think he's got a son. Digit? Uh, something like Goofy? No, it, so there's let me see. Son Baca? Um There's his dad <laughs> um <laughs> No, it's not Mala. It's uh, Nala, I think. Nala is his, his, his no, wife. No, that's the lion from... The female lion from the lion. Yeah, Maybe that's it is Mala, Mala then. Okay, Mala. Jesus yeah. Christ. Sorry. Right. Um, Any, the, itch, itchy. Itchy, itchy is his itchy dad. Scratchy. That's itchy from Simpsons. Dad. No, Itchy is his dad. God. There's no such thing. Pull Any, it up. <laughs> Damn it. Pull it out. What? All right. Anyway, that'll do it for this episode of the PowerCast. Happy holidays. We hope you have a great one. And God, just... 2021 better be better. Please. Please. I don't want 2020 any... was the prologue. I don't want anything for Christmas this year. I just want 2021 to be better. Just, just, God Have you not it. seen the, the new one? The, 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 the meme where it's, it's December and instead of rolling over to January, it goes the 13th month. <laughs> it's, it's just 2020 on a loop. It's Groundhog Year. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Welcome to the new normal. Oh, no. Fuck.
No! <laughs> Why? Hold on. Hold on. Mala is the mother's name. Itchy. And his son... Scratchy? Is Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Lumpy. Lumpy. Ridiculous.